You're listening to the Boogeyman's Closet Podcast. Explicit language and spoilers ahead. You've been warned. And we are back for yet another episode of The Boogeyman's Closet. As always, I am Mike Alvarez. I'm Susie Hunt, because Maurice isn't here. But we do have two <laughs> special guests joining us today. Ready? I'm Eeny, Meeny, Miny, Mo. Are you pointing at me? I am. <laughs> My name's Corey Scrupa. I'm from... Oh, hi, Rufus. I'm from... <laughs> so it's come to this, the Simpsons Family Podcast. So nice. I had to be here twice. Absolutely. In a row, that is. <laughs> and I'm going to point to our other guests. I brought a friend, yes. guys. And it's not just Rufus. Hi, it's everybody. <laughs> it's me, Brian. For also from So It's Come to This, a Simpsons Family Podcast. Indubitably. Well, thank you both for joining us for our, uh, <clears throat> our last early 2000s horror movie. This is episode 184, Cabin Fever. It's an hour and 33 minutes. Came out in 2002, directed by Eli Roth, who uh, we've only covered Green Inferno so so, uh, so far, uh, but he's also done Hostel 1 and 2, Knock Knock, which we will never cover. Oh, I'm not watching that again. That fucking movie. <laughs> I'm not doing it. Oh, I was so mad. I'm not doing it. I hate it. Oh, <laughs> if we revisit Most Hated. But you know, I, I hate it. In the, the way of, like, it makes me feel bad. It's not that I think it's a bad movie. It's really well done and well acted. But it just makes me feel icky. And I don't want to feel that way again. That's how I felt about Midsommar. Exactly. Great well, movie, but I don't ever want to watch it, it again. Yeah, right. That's, I, <laughs> me and, oh, my God. Me and Josh had that exact same conversation because... You know, Tegan loves that movie. I love that and, movie. I mean, it's I'm a with great me, movie, Tegan. but it's like... Me too. Ooh, that's hard to watch. Yeah, cliff but, scene? Mm. See, the, 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 uh, the magic sex scene is yeah. the one that oh, got yeah. me. That, that upset me. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, anyway, uh, Eli Roth. Yeah. <laughs> he also did the remake of Death Wish, uh, which is really good. It just does not get the credit it deserves. Um, and The House with a Clock in Its Walls, <laughs> which you wouldn't expect him to direct that. Um, with Jack Black? Yeah. Oh, yeah he's, 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 mm-hmm. Apparently he's doing the sequel to that, too. Hmm. Um, he's also making a movie based on the Borderlands video games. Oh. And he's finally doing Thanksgiving, which I can't wait for. Me either. I'm so excited for that. But uh, we'll jump into the cast here. We have uh, Mr. Boy Meets World. Uh, <laughs> Paul's played by Ryder Strong. Sean Hunter. <clears throat> Who's also in uh, Cabin Fever 2, Spring Break. Uh <laughs> Girl Meets World, Star vs. the Forces of Evil. I don't know if you guys have seen that cartoon. It's no. Fun, but it's fucking Kaylin rad. Kaylin really likes it. Oh, I it's loved it. And a horror movie I've been trying to get on here for a while, Tooth and Nail. It's a really good cannibal horror movie. Hmm. Um, we have Karen, played by Jordan Ladd, who was in Embrace of the Vampire, Never Been Kissed, Club Dread, which is where we saw her, Death Proof, Hostile 2, Grace, Satanic Panic, and Voices. Satanic Panic's a really good movie. Oh, yeah. Voices is actually really good, too. Uh, then we have Bert, played by James DeBello. He was in American Pie, Detroit, Ro- Detroit Rock City, Scary Movie 2, Swim Fan, Dorm Days 1 and 2. Um, which, I only saw the first one. I didn't know there was a second, but there is. 
Um, then we have Marcy, played by uh, Serena Vincent. She was in Not Another Teen Movie, It Waits, Return to the House on Haunted Hill, which I've never seen. I didn't know they did a sequel to it. I knew they did a sequel, but I've never seen yeah. it. I, I kind of feel like I need to track it down, just because, but... Uh, she's also in Tales of Halloween, which I keep threatening to get on the show, and uh, <laughs> Freaks of Nature. We have Jeff, played by Joey Kern. Pull over! Pull over! Yep. I can't Super that when we were watching it, we were trying to figure it out, and then all of a sudden I figured it out, and that's what she started yelling. Pull over! He's already pulled over! He's already... I can't pull over anymore! That's such a good movie. That sequence, that oh. first 20 minutes of that movie, so fucking like gold. gold. The, the best things you'll ever see. I still gotta watch the sequel. It's good. I, I was gonna say, I've heard it was really good. It's yeah. just it was one of those things mm. I missed it in the theater and then mm. it kind of fell off my radar. It's not as good as the first, but it's No, good. no, no. Yeah. I mean, most of their movies are usually pretty yeah. good. Except <clears throat> Quasi. I still gotta watch that. I'm very curious about it because mm. you're the only person I know that, that has told me about it. And that's not good when the only person is like, it's bad. My and coworker from work know. watched it and he's, he enjoyed it, but he loves their movies. And we love their movies too and we yeah, turned it off. Like it. We Ooh. didn't even watch the whole thing. Oh, that's I, bad. I saw a trailer for it and I was like, not for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then we have, uh, or he was also in Blood Sucking Bastards, mm-hmm. Useless Humans, and Baby Money. Uh, <laughs> we have. Death sequel to the um, boss baby, baby. baby mama. Baby money. <laughs> we have Deputy Winston, who I fucking love. <laughs> um, oh, great value, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Yep. Yes, exactly. <laughs> played by Giuseppe Andrews. He was in American History X, Never Been Kissed, Detroit Rock City, 2001 Maniacs, and Cabin Fever 2 Spring Break. And Independence Day. Randy no Quaid's shit. kid. Oh, wow. Okay. Yes. I, I didn't dig that deep. No. Interesting. Oh, okay. I, I watch that movie every 4th of July <laughs> to celebrate our Independence Day. From the aliens. Bill Pullman. <laughs> Welcome uh, to Earth. Then last but not least, we have Justin slash Grimm, played by Eli Roth. <laughs> a young upstart named Eli Roth. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, he's been in a lot of things. He was in a lot of trauma yeah. movies. Terra Firmer, Citizen Toxie, The Toxic Avenger 4. Tales from the Crapper, 2001 Maniacs, which, very interesting, he plays the exact same character in 2001 Maniacs. Really? So he plays Grimm hitchhiking, trying to get to the woods where Cabin Fever takes place. I never put so, that together. Yeah, he plays the exact same guy. Huh. Is he the deputy, like, in that? Like, does... No, no, he's the, no, the he's remember the, 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 the skater oh, right, guy? Right, right, right. Smoker, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 With the Wayne the Static yeah. beard? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Wayne Static. <laughs> Good ball. But he was also in Piranha 3D and Glorious Bastards, which I fucking love. I love that. Uh, Wasn't he? He was the Jew Bear. The yes. Jew Bear, yes. With the baseball bat. <clears throat> I love that scene. Uh, he was also in Clown, uh, Cabin Fever 2016, which the less said about the better, and um, The House on the Clock and Its Walls. I noticed while searching for this movie that it had a ton of Cabin Fevers no one asked for. Mm-hmm. Cabin Fever 2, Cabin Fever Patient Zero. That's mm-hmm. a good one. Cabin Fever the remake, which mm-hmm. just looks like a shot by shot. It is. It, they, of- they totally went psycho with it. Like, it's it's really? just like Psycho, where they just Ew. film the movie. There's, like, a couple of tweaks. Like, the shovel scene in the in the shed, yeah. instead of a slapping kind of off-camera, yeah. it's a shovel to the face and pop the head off. Um, so it's like, oh, you added a smidge more gore. Yeah. Go you. <laughs> it's just, it was not good. But I was <laughs> looking, I'm like, who asked for these? 
Apparently, someone really wanted Cabin Fever too. Well, um, Ryder Strong did because yeah, he yeah. needed the work. Well, I, I have eyes. <laughs> there's no more Boy Meets World. <laughs> I have a theory with Cabin Fever too because so there's a scene in this where I know we're just kind of jumping ahead, but scene in this where Bert is checking himself and he unzips his pants and like yes. looks, but he doesn't look in his pants. He looks. You see the sores on his belt, right? I feel like someone that watched this movie went, "No, we were robbed. I want to see dick sores." Because in that movie, they focus very heavily on a sequence where a guy has the dick sores. Mm. And it's really gross, and I don't like it. Well, that's why Ryder Strong pours Listerine on his yes. cock. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And it, it wasn't the, the minty fresh. It was no. the pain-flavored Listerine. Yeah. The pain-flavored. <laughs> guys, at the office, I'm going to start marketing Listerine in a different way. You can use this for a mouthwash. Also... Clean your pecker. Yeah. <laughs> Or a little down there, maybe disinfect after you've had some sex with some unsavory ladies, or maybe someone's leg wound. Oh, <laughs> no. I should not have taken a drink right when you said that. Yes. Oh, but don't worry, as she says, she's clean, she's healthy. Oh, yeah, she's very healthy. You know, it really does number on my back. <laughs> oh, god, that sequence. Yes, so we'll for get there. anyone wondering what the fuck we're talking about. <laughs> The basic plot of this movie is five college graduates rent a cabin in the woods and begin to fall victim to a horrifying flesh-eating virus, which attracts unwanted attention of homicidal locals. (laughs) (laughs) So, let's go around the table here and see what everyone thinks. You know, Brian, I gotta start with you only because I know you're not a horror guy. Yeah, and I was gonna bring that up. (laughs) And this is an intense movie. Yes. Are are you going to say when from the very beginning? So, (laughs) I found out um, Mike was mentioning that having Corey back on, and then I think it was brought up that maybe I could come yeah. on as well. And Corey texts me, and she goes, "Would you like to be on the episode where we talk about cabin fever?" And I said, "Oh hell yes!" And then her response was, "Okay, really?" <laughs> and then I said, "Oh wait, cabin fever." Not Cabin in the Woods. Jane thought it was Cabin in the Woods also, and I said, no, we already did that one. Yeah, and then I thought about it, and I'm like, yeah, I think they did that already. (laughs) So then I was like, oh, wait, that's a different movie, isn't it? And so... It certainly is. Yeah, so didn't realize what I was getting into, but but no, and yeah, like you said, like, horror is definitely not my favorite genre, Mm -hmm. so no offense. I know I'm on a horror podcast here and all. But, um, <laughs> None taken. But, you know, I mean, there are a lot of horror movies I do get into, and I, I do really like. Corey initially thought that I was really not going to like this, because one thing I'm definitely not into is torture porn. Oh, yeah, no. So, torture movies, I refuse to watch any of the Saw movies or things like that, because it's just, it's not for me. Don't right. watch 31. And, okay. Oh, yeah, no, don't watch that. And um, also things that just seem, like, too realistic. Like, what was that movie you were watching with... Um, Joe Keery. Oh, oh. Was it called Dash Cam? Maybe. Oh, that's the one. Isn't he like a, a Uber <laughs> He's driver? An Uber driver. Yeah, and he yeah. People. <laughs> like Spoiler literally, alert. I had to walk. Her and uh, London were watching it, and I had yeah. to walk out. I was like, I, I'm sorry, I can't watch this. It's, it's For some a, reason, it really just bad. hit me. Yeah. And I don't know why, because normally I'm not like that mm-hmm. with things like this, but. So anyway, so this movie, like, Corey originally was like, yeah, well, you don't like body horror, and that's what this is. And I was like, I've never really said I don't like body horror, I just don't like the torture porn. Mm -hmm. So, 
That all being said, <laughs> and also... Where are we going with this? Also, I do want to say, too, that I was looking at this movie with fresh 2023 eyes. <laughs> and there is a lot of it that really is stuck in the early 2000s. Oh, yeah. yeah. There's a lot, a lot of, of jokes that don't hold up. Yeah, a lot of jokes, a lot of phrases that mm-hmm. aren't really used anymore, and things that shouldn't be said, and things yeah. like that. So... Part of that kind of skewed my opinion of this. Like, I feel like all of you probably saw it earlier. So oh, yeah, I saw it in the theater twice. Yeah. And I'll let Corey talk about it, but she said something about that, about the first time versus this time and stuff. Mm-hmm. But, so for me, I'm just going to say my experience was it was just kind of meh. Okay, like, that's fair. There was definitely, like, some parts to it that I just really wasn't that all into. There was a lot that I was kind of questioning, mm-hmm. which I think we'll hold off on, and... Where I was just like, what, why did you do that? What's happening here? This and that. And I don't know. To me, like, I did appreciate the fact that it's not just, like, some random killer running yeah, around and chasing It's a people. new concept. It's a new concept. That was kind of interesting. I liked that whole fact. Mm-hmm. But I felt like the, um, the way that they went about it, mm-hmm. I just feel like it could have been done differently and better. And I definitely caught there was, in my opinion, there was a few references or homages to other horror films like mm-hmm. i really felt a lot of evil dead oh yeah in this the very end mm-hmm. yeah yeah Some, someone in the basement and mm-hmm. there was a whole scene too um when she's taking the shower yep and the music was very similar to psycho mm-hmm. and things like that so I, I picked up on some of those things but well you could tell eli roth is a is a big horror hound like, yeah and this is his first outing right? yeah so it's like you kind of feel like okay we get it like you're yeah. you're trying to get it all in that one movie you know? right mm-hmm. but all in all i mean it's not like i disliked the movie mm-hmm. but i'm not really gonna say that i liked it either it's just kind of like in the middle like like i said meh that's fair you know it's interesting to to get like a non-horror fan's perspective because like you know, we all watch these countless times, these fucking mm, right. horror movies. You know, and, and like I've said before, I've been accused of always trying to find the good in a horror movie, because <laughs> I always do. Uh, but, like, even if a movie is objectively bad, sometimes we still even like it. Right. <laughs> like, we've discussed right. this a couple of times. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting to, to hear a non-horror fan's perspective. But I think that, too, because like, I know you've brought that up many times when we've had discussions about, like, how fun a bad movie can be. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. But to me, I wouldn't classify this as yeah. that type of movie where it's bad, so bad that it's fun. Right. See, I, I actually enjoy it just because I enjoy the movie. Right. But, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I will agree specifically some of the language yes. right. in a 2023 lens is like, oof. Like, there were, there were at least two um, disparaging remarks made in the movie that I forgot about and was like, yeah. oh, ouch, okay. Yeah. I rewound it. Yeah. yeah. Seconds, so like, did I hear that right? right. Yeah. Yeah. So there, there's there's definitely, we were we were peak in our we don't give a fuck about PC culture phase yes. of mm-hmm. society at that yeah. point. Because this was the era of stuff like The Man Show, yes. um, right. you know, Car- Mind of Mencia, Drawn right. Together, like all of that stuff that's yeah, just they're... like we're just gonna say fuck you if you're if you're offended you know and it's like mm-hmm. yeah there was definitely a yeah, lot of that happening. different time now yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. but Corey what are your thoughts on this one you know when I first saw this movie I really loved it I I had a thing for Ryder Strong maybe I still do <laughs> maybe this is like 
them in Sawa thing. But <laughs> so that's why you want to <laughs> But I really, really love this movie. I love Eli Roth. Mm-hmm. But like watching it back, there were times where I was like cringing, like, oh, yeah. Why did you say that? Yep. And it wasn't just, listen, the Backwoods Hillbilly guys, mm-hmm. what they said wasn't anything compared to what those kids said. Oh, no. And those kids were supposed to be like, you know, college kids. But then I'm like, oh, I forgot we use those phrases so freely back then. Oh, yeah. Well, and, and that's the thing. One of the things that, okay, just to, to get it out there. One of the things that was used a lot back then is people would say, that's gay, in a Mm -hmm. negative connotation. And it said a lot in this Mm -hmm. movie. Um, Also, the other word we have discussed before we don't say on this show, F-A-G and the N-bomb, yeah, Yeah. neither of those. And the R-word, too. Yeah, and the R-word, yeah, all of those are used heavily Mm -hmm. in this film. Now, I will say the one thing about the N-word is they tried to make it into a joke. Yes. At the end, end, which did come back full circle. It's like, okay. Mm -hmm. And I remember at the time, the theater erupting in laughter when it came back full circle. But even now, it's kind of like, it doesn't hold up. Right, yeah, right. So, and honestly, like that, I feel like that's kind of one of the most disturbing things about this. Looking at it now, it's just the language, like all the visuals and everything, whatever. Like, yeah, you know. But I'm sorry, I cut you I, off. No, it's it's still, I think, awesome visually. Oh, yeah. And the idea yeah. is really great. It hits way different after COVID. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that too. Yeah. That too. But, like, the phrases and stuff. And, yeah, Eli Roth. What was he? In his 20s? Oh, yeah. So, yeah. A guy in his 20s in 2002? Yes. Yeah. That's definitely in his wheelhouse. Plus, but... who knows when he actually wrote it. Right. Right. He might have mm-hmm. even been younger when he wrote right. it, you know, so. Which is honestly a lot of the freshman movies, like we're, we're going to be covering, well, I'll, I'll save it for the very end because it's our next movie, <laughs> but we're going to be covering a movie from like mid-2000s mm-hmm. that was written by the director when he was 15. Right. So when it, you know, kind of gestated over the years, like you can see what changed. But. Yeah. Yeah. But no, I really, I still love this movie. Yeah. I do. But it's a little different now that Brian was like, wait a minute. Isn't that the kid from Super Troopers in the very beginning? And I'm like, oh, man, it, it is. is. <laughs> and Bert, discount Sean William Scott. Yep. <laughs> but he was also in American Pie. Yes. I thought he looked like that. I forget what his name is from American Pie. The one that looked like... Um... You mean Sean William Scott? No, That's not what Sean I said. William Scott. <laughs> not no. Stifler. The guy that looks like Keanu Reeves, but is not Keanu Reeves. Oh, oh, oh that I guy. Know the other I dude. forget what his name is, but that—that's who I thought he looked like. Because at first, when I saw like some of the like screenshots, something like is this, but it wasn't him. That guy is in a disturbing movie where like it's supposed to be a comedy, but it's really disturbing. Where he ends up with some girl and then finds out that it's his sister because he was adopted, and oh, it's boy. yeah, it's twisted. That, that also came out in the early 2000s. I forget the name of it, but I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's probably, oh, Brian's Hilarious. Up. I'll look it up. <laughs> He's Isn't consulting the bones. Chris something? Because I think that guy dated Katie Holmes. I think he's another Chris. <laughs> but he's not a good Chris. <laughs> <laughs> so, Susie, what are your thoughts on this? Not the character I thought you were talking about for a second, but now I can picture him. 
Not the one that fucks Stifler's mom. No, no, no. The, the one. The jock. The guy who yeah. Yeah, um, okay. got into. I forgot. I forgot Glee about that Club. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because of what's her face? American so, Beauty. Side yeah. Part. Or Middle Park. Yeah, Middle yeah. Park. Yeah. Um, okay, yes. Yeah, so I'm glad you asked. <laughs> <laughs> I loved this movie when it came out, but again, just echoing mm-hmm. a lot of the phrases are really cringy. Mm-hmm. Um, very rapey. <laughs> yes. yes. Um, really, really rapey. But, you know, I will yeah. say this. Even at the time, it was very rapey. Yes. Yeah. Because I remember, like, when, when my group at the time saw it in the theater, we were all like, oh, no, don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, very, very rapey. Like, you you know better, Ryder Strong. Ryder Strong, sleeping, there's man. a thing called consent. Right. Exactly. And she was infected and delirious and could not give consent. Um, no, he got his comeuppance, so... He did. <laughs> uh, Several times. <laughs> there's a lot of I like cheese dialogue. Oh, it's filled with it's it. It's like, I'm just watching it critically. I'm like, oh my God, this is all like I like cheese dialogue. Like, let's do the scary story like in Friday the 13th Part 2 yeah. and um, the very what? end, Night of the Living Dead. You gotta, yes. you gotta give it to them, though. They at least took the time to be like, all right, if we're gonna have filler dialogue, at least let's make it funny. Yes. That's because yes. The, the filler dialogue was, like, the masturbation conversation, I was pissing myself. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's at least very funny. Yes. <laughs> um, and Eli Roth used, like, his entire family in little bit parts here <laughs> yeah. and there. Um, so good on him. Mm-hmm. Love that for him. Um, <clears throat> I just, I, I do really like this movie. And I, watching it critically, I never realized that no one actually dies from the virus. Mm-hmm. They all get oh. killed from something else. Yeah. yeah, nobody actually dies from the virus. Huh. Yep, not even the uh, uh, patient zero. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. He looked like one of Bert's marshmallows. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mike, what did you think of this movie? Before I... you do that, real quick, oh, yeah. I got the name. It's Chris Klein. Chris, Chris Klein. Klein, yes. Chris Klein. <laughs> um, I actually love this movie. I still love this movie. Um, I agree totally. The, the, some of the the words, some of the dialogue, it's it's not so, let's put it this way. It's not something I will be showing to my son anytime soon. Right. Um, you know, th- there are some jokes that I do believe held up coming from Bert, um, and it's just his delivery of how he mm-hmm. says things. Mm-hmm. But yeah, all of the you know off color stuff is just a little bit much. Um, because it's so heavy-handed, there's so much of it, you know. Right, right. But like, but again, time. It was, that it, was the time. It was the era, right. yeah. So, I mean, looking past that, what is there is really fun. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that as far as a cabin in the woods style horror movie, you know, a group of friends go out in the woods. This is a horrifying concept. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. like, and again, having lived through COVID now, like, we all kind of experienced our own version of this, where you don't want to get infected, you're kind of quarantining, like... Oh my god, don't let him in! Yeah, don't right. let him in! <laughs> yeah. It's it's pretty freaky. So, the, the idea behind this movie still gives me the willies. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. The effects are like, oh god, they're... I know it's simple, I know it's literally just liquid latex on over makeup, but it looks so gnarly. Yeah. Oh my god! The shaving. Yes. I was just oh, no. no. I was watching it yesterday, and Shane was ne- Shane was watching something on the laptop, and I was I got to watch it on the big TV. Ooh, yeah. Look at you. <laughs> yeah, because we have the Stars app on the Roku, yeah. so that's why I watched it. And when that scene happened, I was like, oh, oh. He's like, you 
you get like pushed out like <laughs> when someone gets like just cut like a paper yep. cut or just cut with a knife or yeah. I'm like, yeah, because that shit really, really hurts. Here's the thing. I, every <clears throat> horror fan, every single horror fan has certain visuals that fuck them up. Sure. An Achilles heel, hostile. Uh, I was going to say. Eye stuff. Yep, mm-hmm. those are two of mine right there. For some reason, throat slitting freaks me out. Like, I can't, right. I can't handle what, like, and I remember, I very vividly remember the scene that fucked me up was watching Brave Star with my mom. Hey guys, Mike here, uh, just cutting in real quick to make a correction. I was referring to the 1995 film Braveheart starring Mel Gibson and not the 1987 cartoon featuring an intergalactic cowboy and a cyborg horse. Uh, just wanted to make that little correction there. Clearly I was off my game this episode. Anyway, enjoy. And when the woman gets her throat slit, yeah. I was like, oh, Jesus Christ, like it scared me so yeah. bad. So now any horror movie where I see someone get their throat slit, I'm like, nope, oh, no, watch. Oh, Fingernails, Texas Chainsaw, mm-hmm. oh, Stirabacos. is the worst. <laughs> yep. Oh, that... God, I'm, getting fingers, I'm getting hook. I'm getting goosebumps. <laughs> my fingers feel wonky now. I don't like it. Um, and then, of course, uh, any type of genitalia torture um, oh, that yeah. always I can't like. I mean, don't get me wrong. Dude in Hostel Two deserved it, but when he got the scissor chop, I was like, oh fuck, I can't watch. That. Dude Generation. Oh. I got goosebumps again. <laughs> I was literally just telling Danielle and Jetson about how much that movie fucked me up when I first saw it. Mm-hmm. Like what? Okay, uh, what's his name? Um, the guy who plays the bunny in Donnie Darko, and he's in Doom Generation. Oh, um, oh, I know who you're talking about. Why can't I think of the actor's Consult name? Salt the bones. I am. I am off to. I'm off my game today. I can't remember his name. But I met him at Nickel City, and the first thing I said was Doom Generation fucked me up. He's like, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Because, <laughs> man, that movie is fucked. Xavier, but, is that who you're talking about? What's that? Xavier? No. Oh, then it's James Duvall. James Duvall, thank you. Who was in, um, he was also in May. Yes, yes, he was <laughs> the oh, guy rubbing his nipples. I'm real, real hot. <laughs> Mind if I take off this mesh t-shirt? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, can I put some ice on my nipples? What a fucking movie. <laughs> <laughs> Overall, though, I am a huge fan of this movie. I think it's a lot of fun. Oddly, it's one of my comfort movies in the sense of, like, I like to put it on while I'm drawing. Yeah. It's it's funny. There's a lot going. Like, even when there's nothing going on, there's funny dialogue happening. Yes. Don't so. sit next to Dennis. You should put a sign. <laughs> I know there's, there's a sign. sign. Yes. There's a sign. That's one of my favorite subtle jokes in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> the fact that when they when we come back, there's the payoff. Yep. And also... I don't know how many times I've seen this movie, but until they say Dennis and start referring to Dennis as he, I always think it's like a little girl. Oh, that's what I thought. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a really a overgrown girl. Yeah. yeah. So, what, what did everybody think of Dennis' sick, sick karate moves? Oh, his sweet kung fu. <laughs> well, even better than that. In is, slow motion, yes. even. Now, have you guys seen the extras on the DVD? No. No. Because there is a sweet karate montage. Stop it. He does a whole kata routine <laughs> to Gay Bar by Electric Six. No. It's fucking amazing. <laughs> I bet it's on the YouTube. It's so good. <laughs> like, oh, totally recommend watching it. But, um, so yeah, I mean, th- this movie kicks off with a crazy hobo in the woods finding his dead dog and getting squirted with belly blood. He Ugh. thinks it's still alive. Yeah. How do you think? He's like, yes. here, eat this dead rabbit. Oh, and then he like touches it, it's its face. It's literally bleeding from the yes. gut. Yeah. I was like, 
Dude, are you that far gone where you can't realize that dog is clearly dead? But then he opens it up and Maybe it just, just squirts him. Yeah. Spooges in his eyes. just sleeping. <laughs> so, the very first sequence of the movie, we get someone with a face full of blood. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, and then we smash cut to our colorful cast of college students on their way to go camping. <laughs> oh, can I also bring up at the very beginning, mm-hmm. the title sequence. Okay. So... I thought it was very... Number one, I was like, we were still doing title screens in 2003. Mm-hmm. Like, that was kind of crazy. The fact, like, you know, you're showing all the actors that are in it and everything. Yep. But, like, I was very... It, it really put me in the mood to watch the movie because it's like, okay, there's nothing going on on the screen. Yeah. It's very basic. And then all you hear is just those bugs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the music, and the music starts to crescendo as the bugs get louder. Yep. And it just really just kind of well, puts you in that creepy mood to get the started with. background started to look like dirty bandages. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. Like it had that yeah. same like almost yellowish white color right. with slight brown and red spots. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, and that's the thing, like it just subtly starts changing as you yeah. start going through Well, the composer, I don't know if he did the, the theme at the beginning, but Angelo, I'm going to say his name wrong, Baldametti, mm-hmm. he composed a lot of the scores for David Lynch movies like Lost Highway. And, oh, no shit. Okay. Yeah. Oh. That's, that's interesting. Because yeah, it, it, it was a cool score. So. I was like, oh, that guy. And Shane's like, who? I go, Twin Peaks guy. And he's like, <laughs> of, of course you know the composer from Twin Peaks. Well, you brought up David Lynch. I saw something about him that he actually was supposed to be working or he signed on to executive produce the film oh shit and oh he got like a special um, thanks at the end but right? yeah but he wasn't credited so i think he did help out eli roth in some way because i wasn't actually credited i so read they lost out of money that. for the soundtrack so mm-hmm. that composer actually donated oh that's cool compositions that's, that's for cool. the movie oh um, sorry to cut you off oh no no so the 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 group of college students on their way we get we get a couple things in the uh the drive get the weenie grab where the guy's driving and she's like honk honk um, <laughs> and then we see was it uh paul and karen in the back seat kind of cuddling and then Bert cuddles up against yes. paul which was hilarious <laughs> well my first thought when i saw that i was like okay so Bert's gonna be the third wheel here oh yeah which clearly wasn't <laughs> necessarily the case and Bert, his hat too Bert was the asshole wheel yes. yeah he went yeah, to a <laughs> that hat also it's supposed to be summer why did it look like autumn right what season were we in was it summer was it fall was it spring it it was supposed they graduated winter somewhere we don't know yeah because i remember thinking that like why do you want to go swimming like it doesn't even look hot right Right. it's cold out like swimming and then they're all in sweaters making chili right several times and they brought marcy made chili marcy made chili That's all Marcy knows how to make, and she's the only one that can cook here. So. Well, I ain't gonna lie, I almost made chili tonight because of that. I was like, no, let me let me, let me go with tacos instead Guys, of Guys, Marcy made chili. I'm not gonna eat. Oh, my other comment watching all this was 2002, the year of the low rise jeans. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. I have that in my notes. And then when yeah. she's walking up to that house, there's just like the shot. Oh, yeah. That's a her- Texas chainsaw shot. Yeah. 
They oh, oh, yes, it is. It's yes, a it total is. homage to Texas Chainsaw. Yes, we see the, the low angle, and she's walking toward that. We yep. see the house in the distance. Okay. Just like when that's you, a... Yep, when so she now gets it makes more sense, because yeah. when I watched it, I was like, what's the point of this? Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. I did not, I did not catch that one. Yeah, total, total reference there. But she has no booty, so... Yeah. <laughs> it was roundish. It was that early 2000s booty. Yeah. Yeah, that's, Which, that's way, like you, you know who she was in uh, Areola. Yeah. Yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which you know she she's the only dem titties in this movie too. So, you know. Yeah, um, but I love it. They arrive at the little general store where we meet Dennis, the kung fu kid <laughs> who bites Paul for funsies. <laughs> so and then his pa comes out and it's like yeah. everyone knows not to sit next to Dennis. <laughs> so my question with that is: so he gets bit. And obviously he's like sitting there and freaking out that he got bit and everything. And then the guy's like, "Oh, just go wash out back." Yeah, go and wash. He just the dips his hand in this disgusting pond, right? Because he's like, "You don't want to get tetanus." I'm like, "Well, you're going to get 16 <laughs> other things by putting your hand in that dirty ass water." He's like, "Don't sit next to Dennis. Damn mongrel will give you tetanus." <laughs> <laughs> and then this is where forget uh, Jeff is there. What is it? Is it Paul? Jeff? Oh, no, no, uh, Jeff. Yeah, the other guy. Jeff. He goes, you've ever thought about putting up a sign? And he's just like, go on, kid. He's like, it would be real bad if something happened to my friend and you had a lawsuit. <laughs> then they go in and we meet Backwoods, Broken Leg Casted Leslie Jordan. Yes, yes. that's why I was asking yep. the thing, because he sounded exactly like yep. Leslie Jordan. But before that, I got to mention, you mentioned the, the stream where he's washing his hands. Every single time, without fail, when we see a body of water in this movie... You hear flies, yes. so loud. Mm-hmm. Like they pumped the sound of flies into yeah. the mix, so loud. So it's like already my skin was crawling before he even dipped his hands in the water. And I'm like, no. And then <laughs> I know I'm fast forwarding, but when he like finds the dead body in the Ooh. reservoir, no. and he falls in, and he yeah. gets out, and then the flies are buzzing around him. Yeah, oh, it was so nasty. Like, and you know he got some of that in his mouth. Oh, absolutely. Well, and that's why I was okay. like, so he falls into the cesspool <laughs> of disease, and he's like the last one to get sick. I was like, then it. Um, well, he was already getting sick at that point. He got sick from fucking Marcy. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. Not like not like all that fucking Marcy. Like literally fucking Marcy. That's <laughs> the why Listerine, Listerine did not work. Dick. Well, but then, like, at first. He was fingering leg holes. Leg That's holes. true. And then oh, he fucked Marcy. And then, so by the time he lands in the cesspool, he's like, but what I'm saying, six how, degrees of fucked. How much more infected than <laughs> one person gets? Maybe that's what it was, like you know, bringing it to the Simpsons. Maybe it was the Mr. Burns thing, where he just had everything and nothing could get in, <laughs> and that's why it took so long to impact him. This virus was like, damn, we got to get around all these other viruses. And because... did someone cough blood on him before that, also? I because so. I feel yeah. like that happened. It was Karen. Yeah, Karen because... did. Karen also, so she gets sick. From not even knowing how to drink. <laughs> like, I noticed, like, she's like, and then sets it down. I'm like, bitch, you didn't even drink anything. And, I'm sorry, dead body, infected, flesh-eating virus or not, I ain't drinking the water from that tap. No. Right. right. And was it just me, or did it look like there was something floating There in was that something there floating was. in there. It looked like a yeah. tooth. Oh, when he... <laughs> When he first filled the water? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, there was floaties in there for sure. I was like, but at the bottom of the cup, it looked like there was something, like, big. Like, it looked like a whole fucking human it was, tooth It was there. the hermit's tooth. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. Were they trying to say there was a tooth in there? Kids, let this be a lesson. Oh, darkness <laughs> falls, tie-in. <laughs> if you go into, if you're going to a cabin, bring your own supply of bottled water. Yes. Yes. 
It's Please. a lesson for the children at or home, Or arrogant really. Pastor Dale, like they have. There you go. <laughs> I have a question about the beer. So, when Bert shoplifts a Snickers, I know you're not trying to call him a Snickers. Sorry. Sorry, man. He only has, like, a 12-pack of arrogant Bastard Ale. How the fuck are they going to drink just that right. all goddamn weekend long? Yeah. I, I did have a case on the fridge. Yeah. I think that was the case. Oh, was it? Okay. Well, no, because he had a six-pack. The case that was on the fridge looked like a 24-pack. Like, yeah. It was a big pack. And but, they, they came out with the boxes, which my comment yeah, to right. that was, all that shit that they put in that car was $34. <laughs> Um, it was like, a 12 what? pack of arrogant bastard yes. ale is like $30. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Inflation. They, Thanks, Obama. <laughs> did they buy any decorative bottles? Because I would have. Yes. They I, had some nice decorative bottles, I you think. You would have bought the Fox Piss. <laughs> yes. Yeah, when we're in the cat or we're in the the general store, there is a ton of I like cheese dialogue. They're oh, yeah. they're talking about the decorative bottles. You got the little shopkeep telling them about all this stuff. They're playing yeah. around with fox piss. He's like, now don't go opening that. You know, it's like, <laughs> I love it because he's like, what's the fox piss for? He goes, well, foxes. <laughs> it's like, uh, then, yeah, this is where we get the, the N-word joke because he asks what yeah. the rifle is for, right. uh, which will come back full circle. So after they realize... They tried to be woke because he says, no, we don't say that. We say the N-word. Yeah. Exactly. I was like, okay. <laughs> oh, like, yeah. You're know, like, trying to be woke. Yeah. And, but then they're like, we got to get the hell out of this racist store. <laughs> yes. And I love it, though, because as they're leaving, like you said, Bert gets caught. Like, why would you steal a Snickers, boy? Give me one good reason. He goes, the nougat. Yeah. <laughs> I fucking lost. <laughs> yeah. Like, I love Bert. Well, as they're driving away from the store, he mentions... That he left his mom's apple juice. And I have several questions. I thought he said Mott's apple juice. Oh. I heard Mott's, too. I heard Mott's. I thought Mott's. No, it's Mott's. I, I watch it with... I can't, yeah, I I can't hear with yeah, all the subtitles. Yeah, we had the subtitles on. It so said Mom's. I have several questions about Mom's apple juice. Who put did, piss in my apple juice? <laughs> did Mom make the apple juice and he brought it? Or did he, like, buy the apple juice for his mom as, as a, a souvenir? <laughs> or was he talking about the fox piss? I, <laughs> oh, my God, I didn't even think of that. <laughs> He's referring to it as mom's apple juice. Like, what? What kind of... Who? <laughs> why? I love you, but please don't ever bring me back a bottle of apple juice. I'm going to now. <laughs> I'm going to. We're going to give each oh, other apple juice I have for every I feel like the Christmas stocking is going to have apple juice in it now. And green beans. We're going to Columbus in a couple weeks. Guess who's getting apple juice? (laughs) Oh, Lord. Stop at some shop in Pennsylvania on the way down. (laughs) Apple juice and decorative bottles. So they, they finally arrive at the cabin after much shenanigans in the car. And uh, having to go over, like, the broken road. We're like, do we go this way? He's like, I don't know. Yeah, I was like, yeah. is that even a road? Like, how did you get there? <laughs> it's just rocks in a puddle. Like, yes. Right. No, they called it a river. Yeah. <laughs> is this river on the map? What fucking river? That's then, not the mighty Niagara. And then the way he floors it to get through yeah. it. I'm like, okay, you really didn't have to do that. <laughs> right, it's a little like, over the top there, buddy. And this is why you get pulled over by the super troopers. Yes. So, <laughs> so now they did rent this cabin. Yes. Right. Somebody's okay. mother recommended it. Right. So then, it was Jeff's mother. Jeff's so then, okay, now it makes bitch. a little more sense because I was like, did they just <laughs> come across this and just right. like, yeah, we're just going to stay here? But they did mention. No, because yeah, there was a little can, welcome yeah. note. Yeah. Welcome, y'all. Yeah. 
Because, they, yeah, they get in, they look around, and they're like, oh, how quaint, and all that. And yeah. immediately Jeff and Marcy make their way to the bedroom to start fucking. Where yeah. we find and out that Jeff likes butt stuff. He does. Well, yeah. we, find, we find that out afterward, because first they go in, and they're, like, groping on each other. And Paul's like, want to go for a nip? <laughs> and they're like, they just stare at him. He's like, uh, say sex. And he runs away. And at first I'm like, did he just say say sex? Yes, he did. And he, he ran did. away. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> and then Bird, of course. Go and shoot squirrels. Creeping. But oh, creeping yeah. Oh, yeah. Creeping. In the, that's right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's and looking at the window. <laughs> I forgot about that. And they look up and he just goes, <laughs> <laughs> But he goes out to shoot squirrels. With a and, BB gun, he says. Yeah, right. which is totally not a fucking And his BB reasoning gun. for shooting the squirrels. Yeah. I was <laughs> like, what? Yeah. Disparaging remarks against squirrels. <laughs> yeah, but so. I don't care if, if they're homosexual. Yeah, I'll shoot him anyway. I'll shoot him in, I'll shoot him homosexual, straight. It don't matter. <laughs> I'll shoot all of them. Well, you know, what we talked about last week. The early aughts, homophobia. Big time. And yeah. and this one also had the R word in it. So who had that on the boogeyman's closet bingo card? <laughs> <laughs> See, and, and that's one of those things. It's like, we watch these movies and we can't repeat the jokes. Because right. it's like, that's a little much. But so Karen and Paul head off into the woods, and Paul desperately tries to tell her how he feels, but fails miserably. He's so okay. Oh. So here we go. Ready? <laughs> then she's like, then she's like, race you to the raft. They're dry on that fucking raft. Right. Yeah. So do they teleport? Did they like jump? <laughs> They've been laying out there yes. for a long time. Yeah. yeah. Also, and then he's looking at her, and she's like, "You ever just kiss someone because you want?" Oh no, because she goes, "Guess who tried to kiss me?" Mm-hmm. And, and somebody like, was it Corey Matthews? Yes, <laughs> that son of a bitch. Topanga started the virus outbreak. Oh shit! No, it was that little weaselly kid. What was his name? Oh, Minkus. Minkus. <laughs> started with Minkus. Yep. And she's like, "You ever just want to kiss someone to see what it feels like that you've known for a long that you've time. known for a long time?" And then she kisses him. So she's being a cock tease. 100%. Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah. But that is not excuse to get rapey when she's sick. Oh, hell sick. no. Right. No. And clearly not Red Wing material. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was like not fully formed jello. No. Yeah, no, that, that's... hand out of her cooch. Yeah, there's a huge difference between Red Wings and that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But when they were on that raft, all I could think was Paul get some sun, man. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, right? Because oh. he's laying there like this. Yeah. See, all I could think of was Creepshow 2. The the freaking raft segment oh, yeah. of Creepshow 2. <laughs> but, so yeah, they're they're off in the woods. Meanwhile, Bert's looking for squirrels to kill, and we get the scene with Jeff getting a finger up his ass. Yep. Because yep. Marcy flips him over, and it's just like, huzzah! He's well, like, oh yeah! She's like, Allegedly. We don't see it. But. She's like, you like that little finger in your little butthole? <laughs> he's like, ah! Well, also with Jeff, like... The things he was saying to her to, like, you know, as a turn-on, I guess. Like, oh, you're so fucking ripped. I'm like, did this man, like, craft Adam Levine's um, text messages to that influencer? (laughs) You're so fucking hot. I'm like, wow, this is incredibly dumb. Also, if you like butt stuff, that's on you. That's yeah. do you. Yeah. But he do looks you. like he would always have mud butt. <laughs> oh my god. He 
does. Well, well, let's let's be let's be fair here. It is a horror movie. Everyone has mud butts. That's true. That's Nobody wipes in a horror movie, <laughs> especially because he spends the night in a cave. The All that beery drink, you well, know, he had the beer. He, he wasn't the one in the cave. Yes, because remember, Paul finds something else in the cave. No, wasn't yes. it a cave that he crawls he, out of? He falls out of the bushes. Yes. He was just like he hiding drunk. in some bushes by the road. Yeah, it kind of looked That's like right. he was in a fence. Yeah, there was like a fence behind <laughs> yeah. the bushes and he was just like Bleh. But it did kind of look like he came out of like a sewer grate or something. Yeah. So I could like see why maybe he was, was partying with Pennywise. Or, or, <laughs> or Michael, Michael Myers. Michael Myers. Yes. Because Michael had to wait for Corey. Corey stood him up, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so what did you guys think of going back to Paul and Karen? I thought you were going to say Mudbud. <laughs> back and forth. Going back to Mudbud. When he's like, so, like, are we dating now? And her response to him. Yeah, don't be. Oh, yeah, don't be. Early off. Don't be the G word. Yeah, I was just like, wow. (laughs) You're like, really, lady? We were kissing. But at this point, we're only, we were only 13 minutes into the movie at this point. Right, yeah. All the stuff we've already discussed. This is in the first 13 minutes. (laughs) This movie is a wild fucking ride. (laughs) That's a good point. That's a good point. Also, when, um, I, what's it, Super Trooper and Ar- Areola, when they were, when <laughs> they were getting hot and heavy, uh. like, they were using these weird euphemisms, oh, I love bushes, and I love this, and I love that, and then he goes, I love antlers, and I'm like, huh? What the hell is that a euphemism for? <laughs> what is that a euphemism for? Is that like a double-ended dildo? <laughs> I mean, Do you no wear it on your babies? head? Because antlers grow out of your head, so... Maybe he's got a thing for the jackalope. <laughs> I was going to say, it's a little disturbing. I'm thinking of the killer in the cell. <laughs> Indeed. But, so, yeah, we see, we got back to Bert, just making a fire outside the fire pit for reasons, for Bert yeah. reasons. Yeah, he put, like, lighter fluid in a yeah. circle yeah. and then lit it like the fucking Blair Witch. And, and then, then he laughed away. He laughed, he was like... And walked yeah. out. I said that to Corey. I'm like, why is he building a fire here? What is the purpose? Like, the fire pit is inside of what yes. you just set on well, fire. And I love it because when we come back later, we see uh, Jeff and Marcy putting up. They're like, Bert, you asshole. You could have burnt the whole place. He's like, it's a fucking fire pit. Calm Bert, down. you dick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, God. So he's. He's out trying to shoot squirrels. Oh my god, he thinks he sees a squirrel, but woodchuck. it's really a woodchuck. woodchuck. Yes, he thinks yes. it's a woodchuck, but it's really the hobo. Hermit, man. <laughs> he, he, shoots, he shoots Ratchy McHobo. So where did he shoot him? Well, it was a BB gun, right? No, no. that was a real gun. Yeah, that's, that's, gun. that's what How he said. He goes, you shot me. Up? And I'm like, where? Yeah. Like, you jumped up. Clearly, everything seems to be fine. You right. shot me. Well, I mean, I'm sick. He's covered <laughs> in goo anyway, so we're <laughs> But yeah, Bert freaks out telling him to stay away. And he's like, you know, stay back, stay back. I'll shoot again. Is that your cabin? Is that your cabin? I'm sick. (laughs) No, no, that's someone else's cabin. Get the fuck away from me. Yeah, so if some weirdo comes up to me like that and is obviously in that close proximity and then says, is that your cabin? I'm going back to that cabin and I'm saying, we're leaving. Yeah. Yeah. Because this dude knows where we are. (laughs) We need to go now. (laughs) Yeah, but we saw how well that worked out when they tried. Um, 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 And and instead he just shoots the ground going, get away from me, and runs away. And the guy falls back into the ditch. Yes. Yes. (laughs) So we cut to that night. The group of friends are roasting marshmallows around the fire and telling stories. All that's missing is the gentle... The... the, What? Ball peen. That's another bird thing. (laughs) 
Oh, you said all that's missing is a... <laughs> all that's missing is a jock that has to use a wheelchair. This is true from Friday the 13th, too. So, yeah, they, they tell this whole horror story where Paul's talking about a murder that took place at the bowling alley he used to frequent as a child. Yeah. Where Eli Roth's brother was the ball return guy. Oh, I thought that was Eli that, No, that was Eli Roth. Roth. his brother? That was Eli no, that yeah. was his brother. No, that was Eli Roth in a, in a, in a in ball In a cap. very Horrible. bad ball yeah, cap. Yeah, the bonus say it wasn't. That's absolutely Eli Roth as, yeah. as, a, as a gag joke. His brother was in that scene, I think, because I think he was one of the other people that was in the scene. Okay, so Gabriel Roth is shooter number one. Eli Roth is Justin. And then... Hold on. <laughs> Adam J. Roth is the happy bald guy. Oh. oh. I guess they look a lot alike then. Then wow. they must be twins, because that is... That absolutely That's looks exactly like Eli Roth. That's a resemblance then. Yeah, I thought it was Eli Roth. I'm also wondering if that's some kind of joke in the credits. Maybe, because hang on. Because <laughs> that did not look like a different person. Right, it didn't. It didn't. Where's Grimm? But that guy was clearly no. bald. No, Adam J. Roth was born in 1970, and Eli Roth is born in 72. What? What the fuck? Oh. No. Oh, learn something okay. new. That's weird. And then Gabriel so. Roth, 74. Holy shit. Well, this family is just all over the place. Yeah, <laughs> they got cabin fever. Yeah. They got cabin fever. Well, so he tells <laughs> a story about this disgruntled employee who kidnaps all the employees, sits them around in a circle, and then gets a ball peen hammer. Which, and then of course you get Bert going hey, ball peen. <laughs> <laughs> we got Susie. Almost had a good take. Yep. <laughs> And they go around and he kills each and every one of the guys and then dismembers them with a hatchet and decides to bowl with their body parts. And the happy bald guy ended up in the ball returns. Yeah. And he was still smiling. But I love it. Bert starts cracking the fuck up and Marcy calls him out going, Bert, you asshole. It's not funny. He goes, yes, it is. Fucking slut. Yeah. (laughs) It's just like, Jesus. It's like, yeah, wow, that was... That escalated quickly. His reactions when he, like, there's another scene where he jumps out and scares her later. Yeah. And she's like, that's not funny. He's like, yes, it was. He just gets so angry. And it's always directed towards her. He does not like Marcy, Well, apparently. maybe he likes her, but that's doesn't what like. I was thinking. I ah, think it's like sexual tension. Some, yeah. Maybe. Okay. He wants to give her a little, little of his Bert. <laughs> he wants her to meet his Ernie? Yes. <laughs> But suddenly Grimm and Dr. Mumbo appear. Hey, Dr. Dr. Mumbo. And Grimm shows up. <laughs> looking like if you got Wayne Static on Wish. <laughs> I I love this because he's got... Push he's got it, the, push it, push it, push it. He's got the big beard and all that. Yes. And he, they're like, he's like, hey, so uh, can I hang out with you guys? They're like, it's kind of a private conversation. Yeah, get out of here, like, you Gallon Ziploc babies yes. like, guess I gotta smoke all this ganj by myself. Well, it's not that private. Yeah. You can go, he's on, like, sit down. cool. The but, way he talked reminded me of the, um, oh my God, I just watched the documentary. I told you and Julie to watch it. About, oh, no, no, no. Uh, what's his, Kai, the Kai, surfer guy. Kai, the yeah. surfer guy who like murdered someone. He he's murdered like, people. He's like, you know, I just had to be like, smash, smash, yes. smash. <laughs> Yeah, he definitely had that California surfer yeah. talk. But my favorite part is... Well, he was a skater. You yeah, guys true. forget that. At the that's X right. Games. Yes. Yep. But my favorite part is when he, he leashes up Dr. Mambo and Marcy goes, so doctor, yes. like he's a physician yeah. or a professor? He goes, yeah, he's a doctor. 
of being a dog. Ooh, face. <laughs> Every time I lose my shit. Because yes. he doesn't just Ooh, face. Face. I'm going to start doing that at work. That was a thing in the yes, early 2000s. Yeah, it really was. was. We got to bring it back. Because even Family Guy did that. Like, mm-hmm. one of the early episodes, Brian yells at Meg and he just goes, Oh, faced! Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, for no reason. And also, it definitely dates itself when they bring up the X Games. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was like, okay, <laughs> yeah, we know right when this is happening. <laughs> so now this whole thing, they turned to a big conversation about going to Berkeley. Karen was saying she's going to go there. And that's apparently where Grimm went. And then she's like, when I was there, these five guys just made me drink beer the whole weekend. It was really fucked up. And then this is where Bert and Jeff make the bet that they can drink beer the entire weekend and Nothing only drink but. beer. Which, that made me sick to my stomach. I was like, right. no water at all? Like, right. I would die. Well, that's <laughs> how you get dehydrated, 100%. Yeah. No, you don't drink the water. Didn't Dave Matthews say there's <laughs> blood in the water? I mean, to be fair, that this is what saved Jeff from the infection. Yes. I lived! I survived! <laughs> no, you didn't, fucker. Nope. Well, I like it because she was like, oh, grim, like grimace. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know why I found that so funny. Is it because it's Grimace's birthday? <laughs> I saw that commercial what? the other day. I'm like, what? Yeah, apparently it's Grimace's birthday. Why? Yeah. Like, that's all this week. No, that's, that's not, not how birthdays work. work. And, and they have like a purple milkshake to celebrate. And I'm what? like, what? Yeah. Is it flavored like something? It's, or it's just purple red? It's flavored like Grimace. <laughs> that oh God. No, thank Ew, you. it's flavored like a purple butt plug. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, also, bleh. in that commercial, they show like little Grimace, and I'm like, okay, what happened to four-armed evil Grimace? Because that's why we started. He was a four-armed evil monster. That's right. Right. Oh. Mm-hmm. The flesh-eating so, so. virus got his other two arms. <laughs> And then he just became a butt plug. Yep. Um, <laughs> His arms broke off while he was working. Well, they say dress for the job you want, so. <laughs> <laughs> so they're having this little conversation. The rain starts, and they're like, oh, shit, we got to get inside. And Grim's like, I got to go back to my tent. Everything's outside. Got like I got like $4,000 worth of stuff. stuff. And they're like, can you come back with the weed? He's like, cool. 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 It'll away. take me like, it'll, if I book it, it'll take me like. 20 minutes to get back, so I'll be back in 30. Yeah. Wait, that math doesn't yeah. work. Right. That math isn't mathing. <laughs> math is hard. No, he does have a gallon bag full of ganj. So. This, this I mean, true. we all know somebody who has a gallon bag full of ganj <laughs> and would so. still be able to math. And also, you want the ganj so much, kids. You have a car. Just drive Grim to his I was cave right? place <laughs> and then bring him his back. Cave place. And no, there he you had go. A tent. What is this clan of the cave he here now? That he had a tent. <laughs> true, but when we find him later, he's right. He's in the cave. <laughs> yeah, place. I think he got dragged. Yeah, that's true. Let's set up. We cut to the group inside <laughs> having a story about masturbation. This is yeah, like borderline bestiality. <laughs> oh my god, that was so uncomfortable. Like. <laughs> He's like, that's some, what do you say? That's like some next level masturbation shit. fucking good masturbation. I was like, oh. (laughs) And he like wiggled his ass like he was, oh oh God. So Karen is talking about her parents' uh, shower massager head. Oh my God. And Super Trooper is so creepy when she's telling that story. He's like, and you got off every time. Like, it's like, dude, a little much. Calm down. (laughs) And she was talking about the different speeds and Paul's just sitting there the whole time like, 
<laughs> like breathing heavy, like he's trying not to finish. <laughs> I have to go to the bathroom. Oh, fuck it, Bird's like, excuse well, that's me, nothing. Me. He goes, this, this one time I was jerking off, and right before I finished, my dog licked my balls and then stuck its tongue up my ass. It was fucking good. Right as I came. <laughs> and they're like, dude, he's like, it was the best masturbation story ever. Like, nothing beats Karen in the shower massage <laughs> masturbation. And he's like, fuck you. And he gets all angry again. <laughs> But so there's a knock at the door, and it's not grim. This time oh. it's Rashi Macobo. Hobo <laughs> <laughs> Joe, what are you doing? The Drifter. That's what they refer to. That's oh. true. I mean, in the credits, he's Hank the Hermit. But okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, he he's completely red now. Yeah. He honestly looks like the hobo from Creepshow too. Yeah. You know, at this point, so they're freaking out. Uh, you know, he's asking for help. They're, they want to help him, and Bert's like, no, no, go away, and he shuts the door on Because he tries him. to, like, cover his face with his hat, but he's standing at the goddamn yes. door. Right. And he says, we wouldn't want the drifter to start touching your stuff, like your douche or something. Right. <laughs> yes. That's when he immediately goes, like, your douche. Like, <laughs> he immediately goes there. What? <laughs> but I love it because he's like, he's like, hey, you shot me, and he closes the door. He's like, we don't know this guy. <laughs> So then he tries to get in the truck because they left the keys in the truck. Yes, that was my question. How did he start the car? Like, even if he was going to hotwire, he started it real quick. No, they left the keys in the truck. They left the keys because they're morons. (laughs) So they they all seem to want to help him, you know, until they hear the car start. (laughs) (laughs) Then they take a wiffle ball bat. They take a That was a real baseball. That was a cricket. That was like a Louisville slugger. Yeah. A nine iron. (laughs) And a gun. And a gun. a gun. And they start yelling at him to get out of the car. They're like, oh, and a the can seats. of hairspray. Don't oh, yes. the can yeah. of Don't hairspray. forget the Aquanet. That's important. <laughs> yes, it is. And then Hobo starts puking up blood all in the car. They finally get him out of the car after beating the shit out of the car. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like denting it all. And shooting it. Yeah, and shooting it. Just unnecessary. So he, he comes to the girls. He's like, help me. And they spray it with Aquanet. And then in comes Paul with a torch like he's a villager and he's Frankenstein. <laughs> he's just like, back away, good sir, and lights him on fire. And he fucking goes up like yes. a Christmas tree. You know what? Only you can prevent forest fires. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but my question, too, is like, dude, Didn't stop, smoke drop, me. and roll, my man. <laughs> like, don't run. Did the clowns say that? <laughs> yeah, smoke, smoke, you the bear. Fuck you. <laughs> and he went up so fast, like, it started yeah. on his sleeve. Mm-hmm. And then the next and shot, he is whoosh. he is fully, fully engulfed. engulfed right? He was made of gasoline. Yes, <laughs> so, like, he just ignites, and he runs off into the woods. And they're like, the rain will the put rain him out. Put him yes. out. Yes. <laughs> yep. That's why oh, oh these kids are the worst, and they deserve everything that's coming yeah. to them. And this is another example. I've I've brought it up multiple times on this show. This is a movie where no one is likable. Yes, right. I and was just going to say I that. like that. I Not always like that. Not strong. Yeah, like yeah. I, literally I'm watching this movie and I'm like, I don't care about any of these characters yep. at all. Like there's no redeeming qualities for any of them. See now, I my favorite <laughs> is when a director can make you hate everybody but dare you to empathize with them. Uh, Rob Zombie pulls that off well. Devil's Rejects. Yeah, and there's, there's a few other movies yeah. that can, can play <laughs> in that ballpark. But like, <laughs> this is much like Seinfeld. Everyone is a bad guy. Yes. yes. Know? And I love that. I mean, Paul, not so much at the beginning, but he goes off the deep end real quick. Yeah. Well, Paul was hiding it really well. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he becomes a creeper big time. Yes. I, Mr. Feeney wouldn't like him if he was a creeper all the time. <laughs> he had to draw Mr. Feeney. <laughs> I had to. I had to bring in Feeney. <laughs> 
So after the, the hobo runs off into the woods, we cut to them in the cabin trying to figure out what the fuck to do. They come to the conclusion that no one could have done anything, <laughs> and they might as well just go to bed. <laughs> Wait, so the one thing I, I really noticed about this scene was, as I'm referring to it, the honey shot. Mm-hmm. Paul is, like, playing with honey, and he's just, like, got it all on his fingers and just watching it ooze all over the place. And he like, was like, yeah. his skin was just coming off. Yeah, I'm like, like dude, why are you doing that? <laughs> and it wasn't no like he was want to put it in their tea now. I, yeah, and it's not like he was doing it over a plate. He was doing That's, it over the table. Yeah, so just the like, these oh. assholes wouldn't care. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I, I, this was just foreshadowing to what he's going to be doing later. Yeah, yeah, I think that's probably what the purpose was. But Paul before I knew butt. that was happening, I'm watching him like, what are you doing, dude? Oh, a piglet. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, bother. Have you guys seen the Winnie the Pooh horror movie? Not yet. Is it good? Because I was waiting for it to come out for free. I'm like, yeah. I ain't renting it. And, <laughs> right. you know, right now, rental is like, I think, 19 bucks. Wow. Like, I'm like, fuck that. good, I mean, so bad. It's no, it's not even oh, so no. bad. I watched a review of it, oh, and really? no, it, it looks painful. No, oh, it's... it's disappointing. <laughs> I do want to see it, but... You fucking know. Christopher Robin. <laughs> Wait, they're fucking Christopher Robin? <laughs> yes! <laughs> That's a whole different type of Winnie the Pooh movie. Um, I think Ewan McGregor was in that one. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so, the next morning, everyone's kind of at odds with each other. You get... Bert and Jeff are pissed at Paul for some reason for fucking up the car. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's like, well, you shot it. He's like, fuck you. Right. This gets all bad. And Hurts. then, really, his comeback is really the fuck you. Yeah. Right. <laughs> he's, they're all, he's really hungover. He had yeah. to drink all that right. beer. Well, that's the thing. <laughs> Him and Jeff have still just been drinking beer. Right. right. So they're real ornery. Mm-hmm. And then Mandy. Marcy. Marcy. Mm-hmm. Goes traipsing <laughs> off. I'm going to find help. Well, first she goes, what, are you guys going to kill each other now? And they're like, oh. <laughs> they all just look like, oh, we got told. What they Oh, I forgot. Did you guys notice Dennis wore a sleep mask? Yeah. <laughs> or did you read that, Jeff? No. Dennis was the Kung Fu Kid. Oh, right, right. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Jeff. Super true. The, yeah, bl- super the blonde. True. Yeah, the blonde. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He puts, but he, he puts yes. on a sleep yes. mask. I'm yeah. like... Because she's, like, looking out the window, like, yeah. expecting to see the, the, the yeah. smoke from the, hom- the hobo. Oh, yes. Hobo smoke. And he's just like, ah. Put the sleep mask on and goes to bed. And the whole thing is when they were like, well, eh, we couldn't have helped it. I'm like, no, it was like a group effort what you guys yes. did. Yes. She sprayed him with hairspray. You lit him on fire. And then you guys were like, maybe the rain will put him out. Godspeed, burning hobo. <laughs> he did it to himself. Everyone grab your sleep mask and go to bed. <laughs> Oh my god, while well, I have the tiger is playing as he's running through the forest. Duh, duh, ho, duh, ho, duh, bo. Duh. ho, ho, bo. He's running upstairs. Okay. Um, so, speaking of hobo, we smash cut to the hobo corpse in the lake and then follow a pipe from the lake all the way back to the cabin where we see Karen pouring a glass of water. Really gotta hit it home that mm-hmm. this water is contaminated. Right. And it just made me itchy. I'm like, yeah. I don't like this. But it's fine because she doesn't really drink it. That's true. <laughs> but she does. She doesn't, but she does. <laughs> I was like, that is not a sip. How do you not see the tooth in the bottom of that glass? <laughs> There's a fucking hobo tooth in there. But... Maybe she thought it was one of those ice cubes. Like, though you freeze them, but they're in the ah. shapes. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Teeth-flavored ice, teeth oh. ice cubes? Uh, that's disgusting. Okay, let's keep going. <laughs> 
So Paul goes to talk to Karen. She's all upset about the hobo murder. And Paul's like, I'm sorry. And she's like, oh, hold me. And it's like, wait, that escalated quickly. And so then I love it because Paul's like, well, you know, he, he was he was going to die anyway. And it's just yeah. like, what the fuck, dude? Right. And she's just like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love it. So now we got to... Bert and Jeff coming up on a farm where we see a woman slaughtering sick pigs and she's pissed about it. Oh, oh yeah. my God. She's like <laughs> yeah. hitting her chest. And wiping blood on herself. Yep. And after a very confused back and forth about, you know, case of mistaken identity where she thinks they're involved with the pigs. What was the guy's name? Troy? <laughs> Something like that. They're like, we don't know him. She's like, oh, oh shit. Okay, okay, Why didn't you say so? <laughs> well, come on in. We got a radio. We'll get you a tow truck right away. And do you need some juice? Yeah. Is that... Bert's mom's apple juice? <laughs> it all comes back. She's like, we got some juice in here. And then they walk in the house and there's the picture of Henry. Mm-hmm, uh, the old hermit. Henry. As they're talking about, yeah, this guy like came and fucked up our truck and mm-hmm. was some homeless guy. And she's like, wasn't Henry, was it? He knows about the ordinance. What ordinance? <laughs> no hobos. <laughs> the no hobo rule. But... They're like, oh, uh, no, you know what? It was actually our friend. We forgot. It was our friend. It's like, wait, what? And she's like, oh, okay, bye. Well, she's like, so you need that truck? They're like, no, no, we'll, we'll, we'll take care of it. Bye. So then we get the Texas Chainsaw Massacre shot. Well, right before that, as they're running out, he goes, holy shit, we killed Hank. <laughs> <laughs> Which I fucking lost. Running but, from a house does not make you look super innocent either. No. It's, it's they weren't even like, full on running. They were doing the right. fast like run walk. Where like, yes. yeah. yep. It's not like she's going to be like, oh, they are clearly innocent of everything. <laughs> yes. Godspeed, <laughs> children. So then we get the Texas Chainsaw Massacre walk. Oh. Mm-hmm. Well, wait, and they before go in before, before that. that. She's just canoeing. Oh, that's oh, right. That's right. Yeah. right. Like in Friday the 13th. Yeah, she so just canoes across the I, I put I put again. on here where I said making the most of a bad situation. Just canoeing by herself. <laughs> just when, having a serene good time. But once again, second movie in two weeks. Where someone escapes across a lake. You will never catch me. <laughs> Goodbye but, forever. But at least with her, she was serene where Devin Sawa yes. was like, fuck you, coppers. Well, yeah, I'm just thinking to myself of like, I know she's going for help, but where are you going? There's not going to be anyone on the water. And she gets out of the canoe and railway's right like, hello. Yeah. I have a question. Were there a lot of... <laughs> Were there a oh. lot of brave canoe escapes in the early aughts that I there have no have recollection of? I think it was that movie trope where they're like, okay, we've seen a lot of people escaping in cars and motorcycles and even bikes. What haven't we used? And someone's like, a fucking canoe after doing a line of coke. You know, yes. you know what we need now? Hot air balloons. <laughs> oh, no, Police Academy did that. Oh, damn it. Oh, shit. So then Heelys. We get the- Heelys. Yes. Ah, yes. yes. <laughs> then we get the Texas Chainsaw Massacre walk yep. to this, like... Mansion, yeah, which will come back later in the middle of the fucking woods. And she's like, Hello, hello. And then the guys are already in there. Yeah. And Bert's like, Want some jerky? Yeah, well, yeah. He, he jumps out and she goes, Bert, you dick nose. He goes, Shut up, like <laughs> so angry. So they broke in and they ate someone else's jerky. <laughs> Was Bert's hair different also? Because I could swear in that scene. It looked blonder mm. than in I the other scenes. And I'm like, 
I think it was did, because the cap was backwards. Okay, maybe. Because I'm like, did he also take the time to, like, dye his hair? Well, it was the early 2000s. <laughs> he needed to touch up his frosted tips. Bye-bye-bye. <laughs> but he does have <laughs> perfect timing because he's like, well, if there was a problem, the cops would be there by now. And then, yep, yep. there's the cops. Because they're like, I wonder if the cops knew about it. He's like, right, well, yeah. you Jake Levitt. Here he Smash comes. Smash cut to a knock at the cabin door. And, the, oh, God, Deputy Winston is great. <laughs> He's like, hey, man, looks like you were doing some partying, man. <laughs> but who lets a, a police so, officer wear his hair that way? Also, and he also has the little helmet in the bike. Yes. He's riding a mountain bike. Yes. Well, yeah, he has to because he's like 12. <laughs> he doesn't have his license yet. Oh, my. But I love it because Paul tells him the entire story. Winston doesn't give two shits about no. the homo. It's just like. You know, you guys were partying and having fun. <laughs> never like, mind that that car is full of blood. <laughs> yeah, but look, like, never mind were that. you partying with ladies? Yeah. You look like you had a doozy of a day. <laughs> <laughs> but I love it because forget he's, he's trying to explain to him like what's going on, and he's just not paying attention at right. all. Asks about the ladies, and then Karen comes out on the porch, and he's like, "Howdy, ma'am. Everything's fine. Just go back inside. Have yourself a big forty. Just party." Yep. <laughs> yep. What? A big forty. He should not be a deputy. Not only because oh. he's just obsessed with partying and ladies, also because he's Caleb's age. This is true. So <laughs> he's like about twelve. <laughs> And, like, is this a major party town? Like, he's just constantly talking about parties. Right. And he's fine. He finds one later. Yeah. And then he talks about how... The only people I've seen in this town are, like, Backwoods Leslie Jordan, Dennis, (laughs) Dennis's father, and Hobo Hank. Yeah. Like, who is he partying with? Those people? Well, underage kids, which we see later. He also talks about how you can't date anybody... Mm-hmm. But you can basically he says you can get your dick wet. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Because he talks about when he goes to the party, I forget where, like Wabasa or something like something that with his like cousin. That. And he's like, and I know I'm gonna get laid, man. <laughs> the whole time. And he also talks about five pounds of dangling meat. And I'm like, five pounds. Because yeah, he says pounds. that because the ladies know you got five pounds of dangling meat. And I'm like, do you have a tumor? <laughs> you might want to get that checked out, my friend. You have hydrocephalus of the scrotum. He has elephantitis of the nuts. <laughs> and he calls oh. Ryder Strong Daddy Man. And I'm like, what the hell is going on? Yeah, he's and like instantly is... best friends with Paul. Yeah. Like instantly. This is why I love Winston. He's such a what the fuck character. Yep. He's like, all right, I'll send a tow truck. Yeah. Don't worry. I'll have a tow truck here by tomorrow. And he's like, okay, thanks. And he gets on his little bike and pedals away. I was a bomb. Ding, ding. (laughs) I like to refer to him as Winston the party deputy. (laughs) I like how he puts his little helmet on. Like, it doesn't put it all the way on. So it won't mess up his hair. (laughs) Oh, holy shit. So I'm thinking either he's brand new to the force. And they don't trust him with a vehicle. Right. Or maybe he's like a volunteer or something. And they're like, yeah, just here. Go on. Oh on he's a badge bunny. And then after he does have a vehicle. Yeah, yes. he does. So maybe true. it just wasn't available. The, the best thing about this whole scene is Ryder Strong's face during the entire scene. Like, this kid just showed up to set and is just like improvising. Mm-hmm. And Ryder Strong doesn't know what the hell's going on. <laughs> he's just looking at him like, who the hell is this guy? Yeah. He's like, stick to the script, man. <laughs> I'm not used to this. And you know Eli Roth is off camera just like, keep going, keep going. Yeah. <laughs> like just fucking with him. So 
Cut to Paul and Bert cleaning out the car, discussing what happened with the cop, when suddenly Dr. Mambo shows up and he's pissed. <laughs> and then Parsi comes out with the gun and scares the dog into the woods. Now we cut to the uh, inside with the group discussing what's going on. Jeff thinks that Grim is dead and rotting somewhere in the woods. Oh, Jeff. <laughs> he comments that something is rotten out there in the woods. The hobo's spreading it all around. <laughs> Is this when Karen gets up and she's like, I'm going to be nauseous? Yeah, because yes. she's drinking the water and we yep. see uh, Marcy is drinking tea made from the water. Mm-hmm. So we know both of them are funny in it. <laughs> oh, Paul's finger. Yeah. He's finger like, here, honey. let me stir that for you. <laughs> and I put drinking the water in quotations. Because <laughs> she's clearly yes. just, just watch it again. Mouth. She literally does not drink anything in that cup. <laughs> So yeah, she gets nauseous and goes to lie down. <laughs> it's like I've got a drinking problem. <laughs> well, I, 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 actually, I put right here. Does Karen not know how to drink? <laughs> she really doesn't. She needs a. She needs an adaptive cup. <laughs> <laughs> so Paul goes to check on Karen, and she asks him to stay with her. So he lays down next to her, and they cuddle. Oh, isn't it cute? Before the incredibly fucked up scene, it's oh not God. the hole he was looking for. <laughs> exactly. No, well, this is not the hole you're looking for. <laughs> but before that, we see outside Bert is working on the truck while Jeff is shooting at Doctor Mambo to keep him at bay. Mm-hmm. And they sleep the whole goddamn afternoon. Yes, right. Put, how long did they go to sleep for? Uh, they may yeah. not have slept much the night before, though. To be fair, that's true. Heyo. No, I just mean because they were freaked out. Heyo. <laughs> Yeah, we see Paul wakes up first, and he decides this is the perfect time for some non-consensual finger banging. Yep. <laughs> like, what the fuck, dude? Like, and I love. I well, love first the, like, he feels her up. He gropes her first. Yeah, this is true. Yeah. But I love the the daytime soap opera music that starts to play. Right. Yeah. You know, it's like the la la la. <laughs> yeah. And he just starts groping her. Then uh, he reaches under the blanket, and you hear the squelch. Mm. Yep. Yes. And it's like. This gushy sound effect where you're like, that's can't be right. That's not natural. He pulls it up and like you said, it looked like not fully formed jello. Just like falling off his finger. And that's when she wakes up. Yep. When he stops finger banging her leg Leg hole. Well, because leg hole. He pulls it out, he freaks, he looks, he runs over to the, the sink, and we see on the cupboard there's blood, mm-hmm. and in the sink yeah. there's blood, and then he starts freaking out washing his hand. She pulls the covers back, and you see the leg, the holes. leg holes. Yes. And she's like, I think I'm sick. And he's screaming, he's like, Karen's sick! And, like, everyone freaks out. And, like, Bert comes running in, he's like, get the fuck away from her! And, yeah. like, they quarantine her to the room, and she's like, I need help. And she's reaching out, coughing at them. And Bert's like, get the fuck away from me. Doesn't she cough in Ryder Strong's face? Yes. Yeah. Not, not, not here. Not no, no, not part. here. She's coughing and trying to get up off the bed, and Bert's like mean mugging her to get yes. back in the bed. Bert says, oh no, she's fucking got it. And I put, someone give Bert a damn Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> I love Bert. So now, why do you think it starts there? Like, is it just because <laughs> just because it's like, so that way you don't know and you don't really see it? Well, I mean, I know, like, a lot of infections do start in, like, the mucous membrane. Okay. So, like, because if you notice later, you see all around her nose yeah. and mm-hmm. around her lips, like, it's kind of getting the red gotcha. sores. Okay. And then, like, again, with, with Bert, when we see it later, it's all, like, down his groin mm-hmm. area. Right. So I think it's just, like, soft tissue mucous membrane areas of the it's body. It's Steven Johnson's. It's, uh, what's that, that thing that was made up for the cell? 
Oh, Waylon's infraction. It's, it's Waylon's infuction. Infuction, yes. Although I suppose Marcy is the exception. Yeah, yeah it's it all in yeah, the back. In in the, back. Yeah. Well, I think it started somewhere else, and he just didn't notice until yeah. after. That's why he poured Listerine on his dinner. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they assure they'll be fine. And they're like, we're going to put you in the shed. So she walks out wrapped in a blanket. Yeah. yeah. And she's like, totally we're gonna fine lock, with it. We're going to lock you in here. They're carrying out like a rape mattress. <laughs> right? It's all stained yeah. already. And they put her in there and she's like, what about the dog? Like, we're going to be watching the whole time with the gun. We, we'll, we'll make sure he doesn't get you. Liars. Right. Like, okay. Was that shed on the same property as the cat. Like who did that shed belong to in the grand scheme of things? I think it did belong to the cat. Yeah. yeah. But you can okay. see the cabin in the background. Right. All right. I mean it's a good distance away. I was going to say it was pretty far away from the cabin. Right. So we get like like basically just a bunch of little scenes here. We see Paul going off to look for help. Marcy trying to feed Karen. Karen is pissed. <laughs> She's like you fucking locked me in a shed. But they left her with smokes. This is true. They did. <laughs> yeah. Paul becomes a peeping Tom and gets caught and scared off because he makes his way back to the mansion. Mm-hmm. Looks in there, there's just like a lady, like lady snuff, naked, snuffing out candles yeah. at the end what of a bed. Yeah. <laughs> and then her husband comes out in a bathrobe with a shotgun. And he's like, "You little fucker, get off my property!" Okay. So when I first saw this, I thought that was his daughter because ah. she looked fairly young, <laughs> Way and younger. he was yeah. significantly Trophy older. Wife. Yes. <laughs> so that house. Looked like it was abandoned, like earlier when they went to it. Was that the same house? Yes. yes. There, ha- it has to be the house. same house. Yeah, I think it's the same. I think they just weren't home. Okay. Yeah. He's mad because he knew that they ate his jerky. <laughs> He's like, you little fuckers <laughs> ate my jerky. Now you're peeping on my wife. That's all right. I'm a daughter Come on wife. Over, Mar- <laughs> my daughter wife. Come on over, Marcy made some chili. Right. <laughs> now we get back and everyone's talking about the chili that Marcy made. So that's why I put, she must make some amazing chili. But no one wants to eat I, that chili. I'm right? telling you, that's all she knows how to make. And she's the only one that can cook. So. Well, this is the part where the tensions start to get high and the group starts fighting. Uh, and then this accidentally, Bert and drinks the infected water. And Paul's like, Bert, you lose. He's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> yep, you really lose. Yeah, it's like, they don't know it's in the water yet. But dr mambo attacks the shed they scare him off with the gun and we hear karen's labored breathing from inside and we fade to black <sighs> does anyone see the shirt bert is wearing at this point i didn't notice it is a ron jeremy shirt yes oh my god <laughs> that I seems saw appropriate the shirt for like, it out. wait wait is that a ron jeremy shirt <laughs> um, <laughs> another random thing about the early 2000s why was he so fucking popular outside of porn i have no like, idea He's a horrible human being. Yeah. Like, why why is he popular in porn? Have you ever seen the man? I, <laughs> I've seen what he looks like now. I know he wasn't doing porn. <laughs> at least I hope he wasn't still doing porn. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, Kickstand, that's what I've understood. Yeah, yeah, that's what I've heard too. <laughs> but no, like, he was in a shitload of trauma movies. Right. He was in a bunch of um, like fucking random comedies all throughout the early 2000s. He's in Boondock like, Saints. Yeah, he's, he's yeah, in yeah. a bunch of random shit. Yeah. It's like, okay. But... The next day, Bert goes to get, or Bert gets the car running and tells the group to get a move on. He's like, "We gotta go, we gotta go." By doing nothing, by the way, right? All of a sudden, it works. He just like like, knocked on it with his knuckles. (laughs) So they're they're he's trying to get everyone to hurry up. His head went up like low. Oh, (laughs) you scared the the door? He thought Reese was here. (laughs) He was like, "Is my boo here?" (laughs) 
But now this is the point where Bert starts to cough, and we see he's infected. Mm-hmm. He yes. coughs up blood on a random beetle. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I was like, that's a decision to make. Right. Like, what? Like, cough on this bug. Yeah. And they're like, Paul's like, you don't look so good. He's like, I don't feel so good. <laughs> but this is where he opens opens his yeah. pants, and we see the sores yeah. on his thigh. Um, because when I cough up blood, I immediately check my genitals. Of course. <laughs> he was like, oh, God, please don't be on my ding-dong. Cockasaurus. <laughs> Nobody wants a Cockasaurus Rex. <laughs> but... Oh, Paul did. Paul got one. Well, he did get one, yeah. So Paul and Marcy go to get Karen, who looks awful. Her legs are all red and rashy, and she has a fever. Bert, you know, again, he's still coughing up the blood. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they try to get Karen in the car, and she barfs blood all over it. And Jeff's like, I'm not getting in there. And he's, like, breathing through a sock or something. Yeah. I mean, we all hate Jeff, right? You're right. But, but he's the smart one in this Yeah, group. I mean, yeah. He, like, you can't really fault him. Mm-hmm. Like, I understand he's abandoning his friends. He's abandoning his girlfriend. But, like, you you see it happening, and you're like, he has a point. Exactly. And he just runs off of the six-pack, and he's like, fuck y'all, I'm out of here. I'm leaving. <laughs> Bye. Screw Especially you guys, I'm out of here. Living through a pandemic, he's yep. got the little makeshift mask. Yes. He's, like, going to self-quarantine. Yeah, he yep. was self-quarantine. You're yeah. right. He was ready for COVID. <laughs> he was set. I would need. I needed more than a six-pack to get through that shit. Well, yeah. <laughs> but... So now, yeah, so they're, they're getting, or Jeff's getting the fuck out of there. Uh, Paul and Marcy are freaking out over Karen, and Bert's like, I'm going to find a doctor, and he just takes off in the fucking truck. Like, so I guess we were just hoping for, like, a backwoods doctor that made house calls. Yeah, exactly. Maybe Dennis knows someone. Oh, that's why he went to the general store. <laughs> oh, God. Squeal like a piggy. <laughs> So as Bert's driving to the general store, he starts scratching the back of his neck, and you see it's all full of blood. And he's like, the general like, store. It's like, oh god. Back, back at the cabin, Marcy tells Paul that uh, they're all going to get it. They're all going to get <sighs> sick and die. And he tries to reassure that Bert will get help, but Marcy tells she goes on this whole like it's like being on a plane that's it's going so down. Weird. First off, how does she know that? Right. Uh, <laughs> how does she? Know? I think she she's imagined the... this scenario quite a few. <laughs> This, this is one of her fantasies, apparently. Areola. <laughs> <laughs> but she tells him, she's like, it's like being on a plane that's going down and everyone's screaming and freaking out and all you want to do is grab the person next to you and fuck their brains up because you know you're going to die soon. And then next thing you know, Paul's yep. getting tossed on the bed yep. and she's got a blanket taped to her ass. So, <laughs> I, I did a little bit of research on this. I don't know if you were going to no, talk it. about things or whatnot, but apparently when they were auditioning that role for Marcy... It was supposed to happen on September 11th. Oh. Oh. This was the line that they were auditioning. Oh. And apparently they tried to, like, let everyone know that was coming to oh, the audition. Oh, but the cell towers were all down. were changing everything. Yeah. And But nobody could get the message out, and they had to go in and, like, audition with that. Like, oh. oh, shit. Which I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> That's pretty rough. Yeah. Dang. Yikes. <laughs> I did not know that one. <laughs> yeah, I saw that and I was like, oh, wow. So, <laughs> But I do like when uh, she climbs on top of him and he just goes, you don't use condoms? And I'm like, so he's still, he's not stopping. He's right. Like... But she says, I'm clean. Don't worry about yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. don't worry about it. I was like, man, boy, me. She bleached dumb. with her douche. <laughs> <laughs> Feels like burning. 
He looks a little scared that a lady's violating him, too. Yeah, he does. He's, he's, he's like, I need an adult. <laughs> Maybe it's the first can... time. Bert, where yeah. are you? Yeah, it could be. Yeah, that, that's why he was so upset that Karen Blue balled him. Yeah, yeah. He <laughs> thought they were going like, to get it on the water. I, I, I just, like, have a hard time, like, granted, it's been a long time since I've been that age. Right. But, like, you're going through all this and then all you're just like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's fuck it. <laughs> and it's just like... I mean, okay. I feel like most men were dumber in their early 20s. Yeah. I definitely was an idiot back then. Yeah, but it was her. True. Is what I'm talking about. Well, yeah, that's true. And she basically was like, you, right now, let's go. But I think Like, I'm all horned up. I think she knew she was infected. You think so? I think she knew, and she was like, I don't want to die alone. That's the vibe I got. Oh, shit. I got the vibe that she was just like, fuck all y'all, like... If I'm going down, I'm taking the All plane of you with were me. Going with me. Wow. Yeah. So that's that's the vibe I always took. Okay. From yeah. And he was just that. dumb enough to be like, oh, I'm gonna get laid. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's like, Well, I already got blue balls from uh right. Karen, so <laughs> And like, then I found out that's she why had he leg... has five pounds of dangling meat. <laughs> yes. <laughs> then I found out she had leg holes. <laughs> right. And then... you don't have leg holes, do you, Marcy? <laughs> There's no leg holes here, right? Okay. That does not make good loot. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> So, yeah, they're getting down, and we see the hand tracks on her back where he's, like, grabbing her back, and it's leaving mm-hmm. red trails. Right. Um, and then we cut to him washing his dick with the Listerine, like we said. He's Listerine. like, ah, ain't just mouthwash anymore. Well, and you, we know it was the pain flavor, because first of all, it's the yellow one, yes. which right. just tastes like no. ouch. And when he pours it, he's like, ah. So well, he, at first, I thought he was just peeing, and it hurt. Right. And then I realized what he was doing. <laughs> I was like, so... I'm assuming he realizes immediately that there's a problem, I'm, and he's trying to disinfect. Yeah, I'm thinking he realized once it was in, he was like, oh, or, this isn't right. But he's or, like, but at this point, we're going to finish. <laughs> or maybe like Todd with 1D, he's afraid of urinary tract infections. Oh, oh this yes. This is true. <laughs> but then uh, this, is the, this is one of the only times where we get dem titties, because we see Marcy... Going to uh, clean up in the tub, and mm. we see her back sores, which are mm-hmm. worse. Oh, they look fucking gross. Yes. yes, that was really gross. So Bert arrives at the general store and starts screaming for help. The owner, the owner comes out, and Bert explains the situation. The guy tells him that he looks too sick and to stay back, and he'll go call the doctor. And this is where we see the sign behind Dennis, <laughs> not to sit next to Dennis. <laughs> and yeah, that was funny. <laughs> Dennis just looks at him and goes, "Pancakes." <laughs> Pancakes? And Bert goes, no pancakes. <laughs> and then he starts doing kung fu and he's like, no pancakes. <laughs> and then he just bites his arm. And draws blood. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so Dennis is infected now. But did you notice, like, Dennis looked like this doesn't taste like normal blood? Yes. Like, yeah. Why did he... Immediately. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like, your blood's tainted. And he ran up to Dan and was like, eh. <laughs> and Dad's like, you need to go. He's like, because if you're sick, that's your problem. If Dennis is sick, that's my problem. If you got my boy sick, it's the same as murdering him. <laughs> and it's just like, well, that escalated quickly. Right? And then he says, if I get sick, it's Lucille's problem. Yeah, who's Lucille? Who's Lucille? <laughs> the old man. <laughs> but then he goes, like, so Bert's, like, getting freaked out, and then he tells him to go get the gun. And they're like, yeah. oh, Fenster, give me the gun. <laughs> and you see this big dude come out with the gun. Bert gets in the truck and drives off. And then they're like, round up the boys. We're going to need the kit. What the fuck is in the kit? Wait, what is the, It's like the suitcase in Pulp Fiction. Yes. yes. You see Fenster holding a little box, but yes. we never find out what's in it. 
Right. But yeah, he goes, there's some kids up at the cabin. They have a disease. They gave it to Dennis. We'll need the kit. Yep. What? And, and just put on the chase music. Yep. So, <laughs> but I know. think Duke boys are in for it. <laughs> that, that's what I immediately thought of. And when Corey was here for um, Final, Final, Final Destination, Destination, I think she told you about the music that I found. I think I want to do that with that scene. Just the good old boys. Because that's immediately what I thought of. Just, yep. <laughs> of Dukes of Hazzard as they're driving away. Oh, I haven't watched Dukes of Hazzard in a long time. I'm sure it holds up it's, very well. <laughs> oh, shit. I'm I don't think generally. it's on TV anymore. Well, no, but I mean, you can find reruns, I'm sure. Oh. I'm talking about the movie with Jessica Simpson, right? No, I was talking about the TV show. <laughs> <laughs> that one with, what was it, Johnny Knoxville and... Sean. 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 I was going to say, wasn't yeah. it Stifler? Yeah. <laughs> we need to, we need a, another Sean William Scott movie. Oh, we'll, we'll definitely have him back, I'm sure. There, he was in a lot of shit in the early 2000s. He really yeah, was. I mean, like I said, that man... Was everywhere because reasons. Everyone loves Stifler. <laughs> yeah. He even shows up in one of the Jackass movies just for a scene. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's just, I think it's in part three. He's just like there watching. Yeah. <laughs> just like, okay. Goon is a wonderful movie. It oh, is. Goon is really good. I yeah. bought Shane a Goon t-shirt one year for Christmas. <laughs> and the second one? Not as good. There's a fight. No, not as good, but the fight scene at the end of that movie? Oh, yeah. Oof. I don't think I ever saw the second one. Well, you want to talk gore. Oh, yeah. shit. Okay, I like the first one. Scene. But back at the cabin, Paul tells Marcy that they need to leave. She complains that he really did a number on her back. He ignores this and presses on about leaving. <laughs> yep. He tells her that he's going to find Jeff and they're walking out of there. Meanwhile, Bert is being chased by the hillbillies with guns for some reason. And the kid. <laughs> yeah, and the and kid. The and the kid. Back at the cabin, we see Marcy in the tub crying while open sores are all over her back and legs. Yeah. Uh, Bert stalls out, runs off into the woods. The rednecks get out and follow with the guns of the little box. Hold on one second with Marcy. What is she thinking there? Is she thinking I'm going to get rid of the sores by shaving? Oh. Well, the sores Does she weren't, not realize the sores, the sores weren't there, there until she started weren't shaving. There, yeah. She was like, as she was shaving, she was pulling her skin off. Okay. Well, no, 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 yeah, no. I don't not think that that's necessarily that, true. She does pull her skin off. But you see them as they pan down her leg. You see them starting like yeah. they're on her oh, lower leg, right. and then up. Mm-hmm. But then she pulls up across the sores, and she catches one and pulls the skin right. back. Um, which yeah, is, I was just like, "Why are you shaving yeah. your legs at this point? Like it's fucking gnarly." Shave the pain away. I yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking of peaches. Fuck the pain away. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> that was the oh, reference. I'm I like, you got it. No, no, I'm like, I got peaches in my head. Um, but meanwhile, Paul's out in the woods and he finds Rashi Macobo corpse oh in the lake <laughs> and decides he's going to poke it with a stick. And, and then the ladder breaks. Oh. Mouth open, oh. face down on the hobo corpse. And then you see the blood just like, yep. yeah, all over him. Gets out of the reservoir, like you said, flies are immediately buzzing around him. So, you know, he stank. Mm-hmm. But like I said, how much more infected can one person possibly get? <laughs> Fingered a leg hole, had sex with a different girl who was obviously very infected. He's probably been drinking the water. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because he wasn't he wasn't doing the beer bet, so I think he was drinking the water the Mm -hmm. whole time. Oh man! So he sees that it's the reservoir and realizes that the infection is in the water. Uh, In the words or in the woods, Bert leaves a chunky blood trail on a tree. Runs the other way. But it was like he rubbed his arm, and there were like pieces of. Meat. Yeah, I was like, Jesus Christ. 
And then he runs in the other direction, and the hobo, or the rednecks are like, he went this way, and they follow the meat trail. Right. <laughs> um, and then, yes, we cut back to the official shaving sequence, which, uh, who uh, it is yeah. still effective. That was rough. That was rough. Like, all these years later, right. it's still an effect. Like, it had my skin crawling. Definitely I, the worst of the movie. Oh, yeah. Well, worst and best. Like, yeah. It's, mm-hmm. yeah. it's the worst in the in the sense that it makes you freak out. Yeah. But the best in the sense that it's really That's effective. That's really good, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So, the one thing I um, was bringing up was that I saw that originally. So, obviously, there's some very gratuitous sex in this. Yes. Like, even for the time, I was like, whoa. Like, they really kind of pushed the boundaries here. But, so, Eli Roth originally wanted um, Serena Vincent, who plays... Um, uh, Marcy. Marcy, yes. And he wanted her to show her naked buttocks during her sex scene with Ryder Strong. Just that mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. Apparently not the first one. And so she obviously, as you mentioned, had previously played the nude foreign exchange student in Not Another Teen Movie. Mm-hmm. So she was afraid that exposing too much of herself would lead to being typecast as a nudity actress and vehemently oh. refused to bear her buttocks. So, That's where she draws the line. And show my TTs. And the two of them literally were like going back and forth on this. I'll play and a character named Ariola, but I will not show my butt, sir. Yes. <laughs> How dare you? So she eventually told Eli Roth if he wanted the shot so badly, he'd have to recast the role of another actress. Oh my God. Why? I'm- I kind of wanted you to say, if he wanted the shot so badly, then he would have to show his butt. (laughs) So the compromise they came up with is during this scene, uh, she shows one inch of her buttocks on camera and Roth had to measure it for it to be precise. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And bed sheets were taped to her backside at the designated level and then the scene was filmed. That's fucking funny. I'm trying... There was some... Oh, it's going to bug me now. I'm going to have to try to look this up later. There was some horror movie where there was an awkward sex scene and, like, both actors did not want to, like, show mm-hmm. their nudity. And the director was like... You know, it was a close set, like most nude mm-hmm. scenes. They do a close set where it's just, right. like, the director, the key grips and that kind of stuff. But the director was like, I'll get naked, too. And I can't and remember. What, oh. I can't remember what movie this was. I remember was. hearing about but this. But yeah, like yeah. He, he basically stood there nude, like, look, see, I'm naked. It's, yeah. it's fine. <laughs> it's just like it's still not fine. That makes it creepier. Yeah. <laughs> we're all na- we're all naked here. <laughs> everyone get naked. Yes, everyone. Let's everyone go. take your clothes off. We're all going to get naked here. <laughs> <laughs> that adds a whole different layer to the Red yes. Queen. <laughs> oh, Karen is the Red Queen. Oh, she no. sure is. <laughs> Oh, my God. So, yeah, so we get the, uh, you know, like I said, we get the shaving sequence. Um, I'm losing my spot. We get the hobo poke. The hobo poke. <laughs> ah, yes, okay. So, you do the hobo that sounds poke like and you turn totally yourself different, around. Totally different, actually. That's what it does. it's all about. Well, and see, and that's how you get the disease. <laughs> Through the hobo poke. The Paul hobo. did the hobo poke. The hobo pokey. The hobo pokey, Yes. So after, you know, uh, Marcy shaves skin from her leg, she stands up and starts freaking out, showering, and then decides to run out of the cabin in a bathrobe to go and try to get Karen out of the shed for some reason, and Dr. Mambo smells the blood. Dr. Mambo, he's coming. Dr. Mambo number five. (laughs) (laughs) Lou Bega mauls the fuck out of her. 
Yep. Actually, um, isn't Karen's name used in that song? A little bit of Marcy in my belly. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he, uh, Mambo fucking destroys Marcy. Then you just yeah. see random foot in foot Yeah. Flop. There's like chunks of meat and bathrobe and a foot. And a right. foot in a flip flop. And then yeah. the dog is so smart. He unlocked the shed. Yes. I think I think uh, Marcy was on because she was yeah. trying to unlock oh, it. Oh, that's yeah, right. And I right. think she got dragged away after opening the the door uh, and like yes. exposing her friend. But Paul hears the screaming and runs back only to find pieces of Marcy everywhere. He then catches <laughs> Doctor Mambo eating Karen. The dog chases him. He gets the gun, shoots it, killing Doctor Mambo. Then he goes to check on Karen, and we see she's all fucked up. Her face is missing. <laughs> so yep. Maybe I'm really messed up, but when they did that shot of her looking at the camera like that, uh, I actually laughed. I mean, I, I you know why? Because it looks like those ads with like the aliens with yes. the big teeth. Yes. You know what it honestly reminded me of? How many of you remember in Living Color, Fire Marshal Bill? Yes. yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like the, the teeth. Yes. I was like, it's yes. fucking Fire Marshal yes. Bill. So like, and they did a very good job with the makeup and everything like that, but I don't, just the way that it, she just looked at the camera and everything. Mm-hmm. It, I started laughing. Well, and her teeth were <laughs> exceptionally white. Yes. Right. There's, see, now, Eli Roth does this in both this movie and in uh, Hostel, where he does extreme gore, but there's little moments of silliness involved. And, like, in this, it's mm-hmm. like, okay, yeah, her fucking face has been ripped off by a dog, but it's like, look, she's got pearly whites. Yeah. Oh, you know. my dick may not function, but I have not lost my smile. <laughs> we will get freeway on here one day. But, no, um, it kind of reminded me, like, like Evil Dead. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, it, it's, it, like, it's kind of meant to be kind of funny. Yeah, it's splat mm-hmm. stick. Yeah. You know, like, right. goofy and gory. But, no, in Hostel, the scene where the girl has her eyeball hanging out, like... It looks so fake. Right. Like, everything around it looks gnarly, and then you just got this big, like, ping-pong ball on a string. Like, it looks so bad. So it's like, the idea is disgusting, but the effect is kind of silly. Right. Right. Um, But yeah, so he sees Karen with her Fire Marshal Bill look, and decides, well, you're fucked, and bludgeons her to death with a shovel. And one thing I did think that was cool about this was the He killed her? No, <laughs> no. Afterwards, just the, the fade, fade to red. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like I was like, and they do it right before that with the dog too. Yep. Yeah. When the dog, well, because we see the dog's point of view, right? And mm-hmm. I think that was like signifying the infection because yeah. Doctor Mambo is clearly infected, right? And we see because uh, Paul is like falling back, and we see the point of view of the dog running at him, and it's all red, right? Mm-hmm. And then when Paul kills Karen, he gets splattered in the face with the blood. He's covered in gore. And then, yeah, we fade the entire screen goes to red. Is so it it's super like, rabies, then? Some kind of... I don't know. Does rabies eat your flesh? Super rabies might. There we go. <laughs> I'm going to ask the vet tomorrow. Super rabies. Super rabies. Asking for a friend. What are the symptoms of super rabies? Here I come to kill the day. Super rabies on the way. So... I don't care if he was trying to be humane and just put her out of her misery. Hitting her that many times. Yeah. Overkill. Well, and that's why I said, like, in the remake, it's a little over the top, but at least it's quicker. He stabs her head with the shovel and then, like, pops the head off. (laughs) Mama had a baby and it said pop That's kind of what it felt. It was almost like the scene in Wrong Turn where the chick gets the hatchet in the mouth. Oh. And then the rest of her slides down, you know. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, so Pert, Pert, yeah. Paul is getting ready to go, and then Bert is half dead on the porch. 
Bert tells him, they're coming for you. The guy's from the store. They got the kit. (laughs) Paul drags him inside. We cut to the rednecks searching for Bert and the others. They get to the cabin where where they see all the carnage. I love what the one guy goes, they're performing sacrifices. So I'm Christian, I tell you. (laughs) They open the door. Bert's standing there, sitting there with a gun, just goes, good night, fucker. And then they shoot Bert before he can shoot. Mm -hmm. Right. (laughs) And fucking Paul pops out of nowhere. And hits him in the head with a with a soup ladle? It was yeah, like a ladle. He bashed the dude in the mouth. He falls off the porch, accidentally shoots Dennis's dad. And then Fenster starts fucking with the kit. He's like trying to open a box. And Paul stabs him in the ear with a screwdriver. He's like, <laughs> and you're dead. So we never see what the kit had to offer. Right? Uh, it had, I bet it had such shi- such sights to show us. <laughs> it, it, it contained someone's soul, just like the bo- uh, the briefcase Pulp of Paul Fiction. Fiction. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and Marcellus Wallace's soul. <laughs> <laughs> but, so we see uh, Dennis's dad crawling away. Paul just calmly grabs a stick and impales him with it, killing him. Yeah. Then Paul runs off screaming for Jeff, saying, It's in the water! Don't drink the water! He finds a cave where he thinks maybe it's Jeff. He investigates and finds the body of Grimm eaten by Dr. Mambo. What an In unfortunate half. end torso, for maybe. a man with a stupid name. <laughs> oh, come on. He was part Excuse of the X you. Games. <laughs> and we have an official cat interruption where Rufus is desperately Hello. trying to Hello. get Corey's attention. <laughs> Aw, Rufus. Oh, that's your butt. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, look at my butt. Oh. It's because you're not here, Reese. <laughs> Where's your friend? Aww. Oh, good boy. So, uh, let's see. Yeah, he finds the cave. Blah blah blah. Eventually, Paul finds an aban- the abandoned redneck truck and still has its keys in it and drives off in it. How fortunate okay. for everyone! That was the redneck truck, not <laughs> yeah. their truck. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Because I was like, how is it all of a sudden up? working? Yep, okay. I missed that part. Got it. And then uh, while he's driving, he notices redness on his face. Like, uh oh, I'm infected. Or redness on his hands. Looks in the rearview mirror, sees it on his face. And while he's distracted, he hits a fucking deer mm-hmm. that gets yes. stuck in the window. And it's just. Oh my god. <laughs> yes, that's the sound it makes. Mm-hmm. And the pretty, kicking. Pretty close. It's ridiculous. I, but, and that, again, um, London, you guys know, went to Alfred. And going down to Alfred, you see so many deers. Oh, and yeah. I always think of that scene. And the deer's little feet going, and I'm like, dear God, please, please don't let me hit not, any Not deers. dear God, but you're praying to the dear yes. God. Yes. Please don't send any deer. of your people. Yes. <laughs> I don't want to be like Ryder Strong. <laughs> and have to shoot a deer with a random double barrel shotgun that just happens to be laying on the front seat instead of taking the kit. <laughs> Oh, my God. So, yeah, the thing is, it's stuck in the window. He shoots it with the shotgun, gets splattered with even more blood. Crimson face. <laughs> How Crimson much mask. more infected can <laughs> one person be? He then, he then, the, the, of course, the truck stalls out, and he leaves on foot, eventually coming up to Winston, partying with a bunch of other folks. In other words, because Winston's talking to the girl, he's like, you got sexy hair and <laughs> sexy shoes. <laughs> it's like, What? And I got five pounds of meat dangling between my legs. It's not a tumor. <laughs> but they see Paul covered in blood. I love this because it's like a like a hippie circle. Because one guy's like playing a guitar, yeah. and the other guy's One's blowing a harmonica. harmonica. 
The harmonica guy. Poor guy. Oh, yeah. no. That scene was fucking hilarious. Mm-hmm. So they freeze as Paul walks up to Winston asking what happened to the tow truck. And he's like, oh, well, you know, like, it broke down on the way. So then I had to get a tow truck for the tow truck. Can you believe that? And then over the radio, Winston, yeah, yeah, yes, sir. I'm, I'm still looking for that underage party. Yes. yes. The underage booze party. <laughs> party yes. He's like, well, forget that. And he talks about the murderers. And his advice to Paul is... Why don't you just have a big beer? Yeah. Why don't you just party, man? <laughs> Still obsessed with partying yep. and ladies. But, but the He's, chief... He was Andrew WK. He was. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. <laughs> it's time to, party, to it's time to party hard. I think he's, he's still partying hard. He's engaged to Kat Dennings. What? And they're, part, <laughs> and they're partying hard. <laughs> yeah. Wow. If they have kids, those kids are going to have really good hair. And really good parties. <laughs> yeah, and really, really good, good parties. parties. I, I hope he's not sticky looking anymore. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like that first album cover. Yeah. <laughs> but so the chief explains about how there's this group of kids that are killing people. There might be several casualties already, and they have some kind of disease. So to shoot them on sight, <laughs> and he's like, "Can you repeat that last part, chief?" He's like, yeah, shoot him on sight. And Paul's like, can I get that ride now, Winston? <laughs> and then one of the hippies is like, fucking shoot him. You heard the radio guy. <laughs> the radio guy. That, that had me going. So Paul comes closer. One of the guys tries to hit him with a guitar and instead misses smashing harmonica guy in the face. <laughs> and the harmonica is down the throat. It's like a chicken bone. Yes. Guitar to the head, harmonica down the throat. And I love it because when he finally falls... And he's wheezing. Yes. 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 Harmonica harmonica. It's the most melodic death ever in a horror movie. <laughs> but Paul starts puking blood all over everybody. Mm-hmm. Everyone's freaking out. Winston calls Paul a fucking idiot saying, you ruined the whole party. And he goes, <laughs> party's over, Winston. And slugs him in the head with a stick. Yeah, he, he John Wick that party. Yeah. <laughs> so then Paul runs off as Harmonica Guy falls down choking to the melody. Uh. Choking to Harmonica the melody. Harmonica guy. Now that's R-I-P. a band name. Right <laughs> Choking to the Choking melody. Choking to the melody. Yeah. <laughs> so Paul makes it out to the road, tries to flag down a car. After several pass him, he passes out the road and a semi stops. I love this because we see the semi stop. Right. And then we see the semi pulling away from the hospital. And he's just laying half dead on the curb. And the wheelchair guy, he's like, wheel it up. He sees him. is like, nope. And fucks right <laughs> off. <laughs> Was the semi guy like he had to tuck and roll out of that cab? The semi guy's like, tell him large Marge sent you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. So the hospital and the cops try to ask Paul what the hell happened, but he's clearly delirious and not making any sense. He tries to tell him, some guy came out of the woods. He looked like one of Bert's marshmallows. (laughs) (laughs) And he's just like going off. And the doctors pull the cop aside and they're like, we're not equipped to handle something like this. Maybe Cook County is his only shot. So the chief's like, all right, put him in the car. We'll handle it. Cut to Winston driving Paul in the back of the cop car. And he's telling, he's like, oh, the party's not over, man. He's like, water. And he goes, I ain't got no water, but I got a 40 if you want water. And he pulls it out from between his legs. Yeah. There's oh, nothing so worse than a warm 40. When Ryder oh, Strong was in the hospital and he was like, obviously delirious and he sees Donnie Darko. There, there was, yes, he sees Donnie he sees Darko. Greg the Bunny. But then there was that like montage of everything that literally just happened yes. an hour ago, and I'm like, unnecessary filling time. <laughs> yes, 
because there's two of those where we get a couple like weird dream sequences right. like oh right. we're just doing yeah. weird shit well, and also, the doctors and the sheriff, like, they clearly know something's going on. They're Some sort of weird disease. <laughs> and ne- none of them are wearing any type of PPE oh, no. or anything. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, whatever. There's some sort of virus and, and disease. This is how we there. handled infections in the early 2000s. Yes. <laughs> Put some Listerine on it. <laughs> <laughs> I oh, mean, my God. Do you remember how, like, back in the olden times, people would always be like, just put some Windex on it. Yes. <laughs> well, you know, the crazy thing is, though, like, I mean, I've been working at the hospital since 2000, and I can say, like, even at the height of SARS, when it was literally just across the border, there was no protection given. Right. Like, we were just like, well, you know, they won't come over here. <laughs> it's, like, it's fine. Yeah, there, there's that water border. Everything's even, good. Even when COVID first started, they were like, uh, yeah, well, yeah, once you get here, talk to the supervisor. She'll come and take your temperature, make sure you're okay. So after you're already in the building and, you know, it's like, okay. By the way, here's some Listerine. <laughs> Just pour it you on the infected You can use it parts. if you want to. <laughs> pour it on your cap and balls. <laughs> and the cap and the balls. So we, we fade to black, cut to the next morning. We see Jeff stumble out of some bushes, seemingly unscathed. He makes his way back to the cabin, finds the destruction in the bodies, Breaks down crying, which turns into excitement, yelling, I fucking made it! Hmm. He comes out of the cabin and is immediately shot and fucked by the cops. He didn't make it, dude. And then they throw him on the pile of dead bodies. Like at the end of Night of the the Living Dead. dead. And so they're burning the bodies, and the chief asks Winston, You took care of the other one, right? And he just goes, I think there's another one in the basement. And then they start heading into the cabin. And. We cut to some kids filling up a cooler with water in the lake. Just like dirty lake yes. water. Yeah. That's and what then I said they're selling, Why would you do that? That's why Dennis is the way he is. <laughs> but we just, like a foot away, we see Paul's corpse right. laying in the river. Yeah. And like, even if there's no corpse there. Right. Why would you fill dirty your water, water source with yeah. dirty pond water? And then sell it as lemonade. Yes. Five cents. <laughs> So back at the general store, we see them kids selling the lemonade, and the cops show up, and they all have some. Because it was a hard day's work and down at that cabin. They are thirsty. And First mm, round's on me, boys. Yep. Yes. <laughs> and then you see which sets us up for part two: mm-hmm. the spring water company well, truck. Before that, we get we get the black folk coming up. Yes. And this oh, is where yes. we get the payoff for the joke yes. because mm-hmm. we find out that the old man is actually friends with them, and it's like, oh, I polished up the gun real good. Look at it, and he's showing them it's just like new. You know, so then you get the the payoff of that joke. But, yeah, and then after that, we cut to the the truck, down-home spring water, which, yes, it is the exact setup for part two, because part two takes, Mm -hmm. you know, they deal with the down-home spring water. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, credits and the end. So everyone's dead. And then the very, like, five-second scene at the very end. Yes. Yeah. Or what what does he say? Like, doesn't he do, like, word or something? Yeah, he's like, word. (laughs) Little old man. Little old Leslie Jordan. (laughs) Word. I think that was, what was it, Lucille? He was, Lucille. He was Lucille. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, overall, I, I fucking love this movie. Like, it's so silly and stupid. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. It but has the, not held up well with a lot of things. Right. A lot of the, the humor has definitely. Yeah. But, but the humor that does hold up is still really good. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Like, Bert's one-liners are funny. But <laughs> at the end, when they're, like, singing that song at the end of the credits, when you turn to me and went... What the hell's going on? <laughs> oh yeah, because everyone's like drinking water and buying lemonade and <laughs> they're playing a banjo. Yeah. yeah, and I just said like, okay, like if anyone knew where that water was coming from, again, 
right. not knowing anything about dead bodies and everything, why would you drink that water? <laughs> this is true. This is very true. And that is not a spring. Right. Where's Dennis? <laughs> oh. He went looking for dad. <laughs> he got burned in the body. He's in the pile. reservoir as well. Oh, no. Oh. He's, he's swimming with the hobo. He's eating <laughs> Paul's corpse. Pancakes. Pancakes. That would have been a good after credit scene. Yeah. Him sitting by Paul's corpse yelling pancakes just eating. Well, his face is rotting. Right. <laughs> but now, I mean, the, the IMDb uh, trivia, there are several moments of what I'm pretty sure were bullshit. Like, I'm going to call bullshit on a lot of this. Like the uh, first one? Yeah, the very first one is, is bullshit. But yeah. uh, this one, director Eli Roth originally got the idea for this movie while working in Iceland on a horse farm. He got such a bad skin infection from the rotting hay in the barn that his face broke out into sores. They bled and peeled off when he shaved. Bullshit, no. IMDb, you lying motherfuckers. <laughs> There's so many things like that. Like, sound mixer John Neff survived a real flesh-eating bacterium which he contracted in a hospital during a minor surgery. It took 13 days of non-stop intensive care medical attention to save his life. Neff maintains the makeup in the film is 100% accurate. Bullshit! Sure. <laughs> like, I, we always call out the bullshit that we find on there, but there's like several Yeah. I feel movies like this, I think people just put shit in there. Yeah, I think they're just adding. Just mm-hmm. like, oh, man, what the fuck? Like Devin Sawa was supposed to be the the lead. He was supposed to play Paul. Well, Arnold Schwarzenegger was supposed to play the hobo. That's right. <laughs> what? Speaking of, speaking of, you guys need to watch FUBAR. Oh, I want to watch that. That looks good. Shane and I were crying last night. We watched the first two episodes. It is. I guess I didn't realize it was funny. It is, it's hilarious. Really? I just thought it was an action. Oh, no, it's hilarious. There, oh, okay. it's great. I, was saying, I, I do love Schwarzenegger, so you know, it's, I, I definitely want to watch it. But but no, the, the reason we made the Schwarzenegger joke is this is a common like running theme, especially with 80s horror movies. It's always Sylvester Stallone, Arnold Schwarzenegger, or Bruce Willis were, were supposed to play the lead. Right. Mm-hmm. And then if it's right. any black character, it's always friggin' Denzel Washington and Snoop Dogg. And it's like, no, they were not. <laughs> Stop or, it. Or um, Eddie Murphy. Oh, yeah, Eddie Murphy's another one. And Wesley say, Snipes yeah. shows up a lot, too. Yes. Yeah, because I was going to say, mm-hmm. Snoop Dogg, you didn't act that much. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, he's only in three things, but everyone right. wants to enjoy. And it's stuff from, like, the 80s, like, before he was popular. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, no. Yeah. Stop it. Right. Um, another one that I thought was hilarious that apparently Ryder Strong wandered off set for a walk in the woods with all the makeup on and oh. happened upon a group of 35 schoolgirls who were on a field trip. They screamed at the sight of the blood-drenched hiker and ran away and he vowed to never walk off set again. Bullshit. You know, why? You why know is this on here? You know what made it real unbelievable? The specific number of <laughs> school children and... and he vowed to never wander off set again. Yes. I, uh, they it's, had to camp it's, it's Maybe that's why he hasn't gotten any work. Because <laughs> <laughs> he yeah, vowed to never walk off set again. He's been blacklisted. Which also meant never walk on set again. Ah. Oh, you I don't walk you on going, set, you can't walk you off set. you know what? No. Be fair to Ryder Strong. Right. He is a director now. That's and true. he's a photographer. Okay. And he right. has but several podcasts. No, that was his decision to make. Yes. He never walked sure off the set of the reservoir. He's, he's like, can we film part two yet? <laughs> I um, almost watched part two last night. 
It's honestly, it's not bad. It's nowhere near as good as this one. I haven't. It's, I haven't seen part two, but just knowing what it's about, the ending, I was like, yeah, this sets it up for the sequel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it also has. Um, oh my god, do you remember that movie? It was just called American Movie. It was the the two guys that were trying to film a horror movie. But they're, oh my god, I, I'm explaining this so badly. It was like the long-haired guy with the glasses and the short, stubby, fat guy with the glasses. It was this, this early 2000s, everyone was talking about this movie. It was like a documentary about making a witch's horror movie. About, I think it was called Coven was the horror movie they were making. But the lead dude in that movie is in Cabin Fever too. He's like one of the leads in the movie. So, but I think it's called American Movie. Um... We like American movies. Exactly. You like. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so we should probably start wrapping this one up because it's, it's definitely gone a bit long. But avoid uh, avoid the remake. It's not worth your time. The sequels, they're, 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 there's enough there to enjoy. Uh, Patient Zero actually is a good movie, and it's not very funny at all. No. It's very serious. And it has Sean Astin in it. That's yep. why I watched it. Oh, which, speaking of Sean Astin, okay, I have to, I do have to mention this one bit of, of trivia. Uh, this, I fully believe, that Peter Jackson stopped production of Lord of the Rings Return of the King three times to screen the movie f- for his entire crew. Because Peter Jackson is a known gorehound mm-hmm. when it comes mm-hmm. to these types of films. And it was a brand new movie at the time. I could see him being like, okay, no, we're not filming right now. Everyone watch this. Right. Like, I could see him doing that. Mm-hmm. And getting excited about it. Oh, absolutely. Right. Yeah. But, so, anywho, uh, for anyone uh, following us on the social medias, we are The Boogeyman's Closet on both Facebook and Instagram. Maurice normally handles our Twitter. Susie, do you want to handle it today? At Boogeyman's The. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, we are also part of the Rad Pantheon Network, so... If you like this podcast, definitely check out the Rad Pantheon on all the socials and radpantheon.com, where you can find other podcasts and artists and musicians. But other podcasts like uh, the one you guys do, if you guys want right. to give some plugs. Yeah, so um, Corey, myself, and now our uh, friend Patrick. My oldest child, Patrick, yes. that I had when I was four. <laughs> so we do a podcast, so, so it's come to this, a Simpsons family podcast. Um, and basically what we do is we break down episodes of the show. Initially, we were going to try to go in chronological order, but then we realized, hey, there's like 750-odd episodes, <laughs> and to really get to the ones we really like, it's going to take about six or seven years to get there. That's so, a lot of work. Yeah. So we just decided that, you know what, we're just going to pick random episodes from any season and things like that, and uh, we'll bring some guests on. You mm-hmm. guys have been nice enough to grace us with your appearance for Always a few have a uh, Treehouse of Horrors. So, um, but yeah, if you're interested in that, if you like The Simpsons and just a bunch of other just nonsense that happens while we're on <laughs> the episode. Lots of silly. Yes. Uh, so you can find us basically wherever you find your podcasts. Um, and once again, it's So It's Come to This, a Simpsons family podcast. Sometimes it devolves into a Vanderpump Rules podcast. Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it, it really is always a fun time. So Thank definitely you. check that out. Um, but yeah, thank you both for joining us. Yes, thank I, you. I, thank especially you for since, having us. Oh, anytime. I, and the fact that it was such a short notice, too. Like, I really appreciate that you guys jumped in. Sure, no problem. And, uh, it but was yeah. fun. I knew yeah. you had us. Of course. <laughs> Got it back. Of course. <laughs> You're lucky it wasn't tomorrow, though. <laughs> but like I said, this oh, is yeah. the, the last movie of our early 2000s horror. And our next, uh, our next movie... Uh, we'll start off our new topic, which is Wrong Place, Wrong Time. Ooh. And we're kicking that off with episode 185, 
Hatchet from 2007. Oh, so that's going to be an interesting flick to watch. Victor Crowley. <laughs> <laughs> But all right, guys. So with that, this is Mike saying goodbye. Oh, my turn. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for having me on again. Uh, You guys are the best. And Reese, once again, you're fine. (laughs) (laughs) Goodbye. All right. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you again for having us on. We really appreciate it. And uh, thank you. No problem. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed what you heard, follow us on Instagram at The Boogeyman's Closet, where you can stay up to date with everything we have planned. He's a professor. Of being a dog? Ooh, faced!